Hey, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the BJJ Foxcast. Go ahead. What do you got to say? Go ahead. No, you're in the middle of something. You did I'm, great. Thank you. <laughs> Fucking asshole. <laughs> I hope they just keep that in. <laughs> just keep that whole shit in. Hey, everybody. Wait, everybody. <laughs> <What's the difference? laughs> I knew it. I fucking knew he was going to do that. Listen, I'm trying to interview John. All right, here we go. Hey, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the BJJ Foxcast. I'm your host, Alex Martinez. Or I'm trying to be your host, Alex Martinez. And today, we have a very special guest. He's been on the podcast before, uh, Professor Sorry. John Cabay. Oh, I thought you were talking about me. No, no, not you. Not you. Uh, <laughs> John is a black belt under Professor Paul Nava, a one, uh, first degree black belt, sorry. And um, we just got done with a with a seminar today, and I took advantage of uh, him being in the neighborhood, and I got him on the podcast. John, welcome to the show. Oh, thanks for having me, guys. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. We also have uh, our very own uh, Alex the Tojo Cray mm -hmm. and my beautiful wife, Amy. Hello, hello. Yes. So, John, tell me about the seminar today, dude. Talk to me. Good seminar. Milton always puts on a good uh, good show. He's, good show, he's, right? Uh, I, you know, I wish he would be a little bit funnier, though. You know? <laughs> <laughs> if he could just crack a joke or two. Yeah. Then, he's know, way too serious. He's way, he's too, way serious. too serious. Yeah. Takes his stuff way too seriously. But I, I got some good stuff out of it. Yeah. 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 Have you been out to his academy in Nashville? I have not. Okay. So, you guys have, though. Yeah, we have. Oh, it's, it was awesome. It's nice, man. Nashville's a cool town. Yeah. Sounds like we're going in May next year, maybe. We're going in May. Yeah. yeah this year, this my year. friend. This year. Yes. This, this May. Year. That's yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is, it is 2023 already. It's 2023. Yeah, right. man. Yeah. So, hey, listen, one of the reasons I want to get in the podcast, I know we got we had you on before, but it was kind of a full house. You know what I mean? Four different people that trying to a, tell four different stories. That was a pretty uh, pretty inspiteful room. You <laughs> yeah. know, I mean, I... I I learned a lot that day. Yeah, yeah, it was it was um, inspiring. Inspiring. Yeah, no, I, I I caught I picked up what you're putting down. Um, so one of the things that you know we we had talked about is uh, kind of an origin story, but not everybody had a real good chance. I mean, I get we gave we gave Q uh, an opportunity to tell his origin story and and how he found jujitsu and stuff. But sure. you and I met when we were uh, purple belts, and we were I remember we were the same weight class, mm -hmm. we were the same age. We're the same belt level, and we had to make a decision, right? Tournaments are coming up. Who's going to do what weight class? And I went to 168 pounds, and you did not, fucker. I did. Uh, <laughs> but we did Paul well. Paul wanted me to go down. Yeah, but we did yeah. well. I Amy, mean, how'd you yeah. feel about him going to 168? Thanks for asking, Sergio, because uh, <laughs> if he ever goes down to 168 again, we're going to be fighting a lot. Yeah, that was rough, dude. It was not okay. Yeah, that was rough. I did Master Worlds that year at 168. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Uh, did not go well. <laughs> did not go. <laughs> Turns out he had no energy. No, mm -hmm. I, I, I did. I, that. That's I, crazy. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah. So weird. But so weird. You know, one thing about um, the last podcast that we did with uh, Q, Paul, and you, we had a great conversation over at Poor over a couple beers, and then yeah. you know, it did the podcast and had an awesome conversation, and then we had another awesome conversation in my backyard. Yeah. You know, after us, and I was like, man, we could have had easily five hours of conversation that day. So. Um, so I definitely want to get some of that in. You know what I mean? I'd love to try to help. Yeah, dude. So um, so tell me about, um, so when we first met, you had just come from Colorado, but you're originally an Arizona guy. I am. Yeah. Grew up in Tempe. Okay. Okay. Where'd you go to high school? McClintock. McClintock High School? Class of 91, uh, 89, uh, 90 state champs. So uh oh, nice. Football. Okay. It was a long time ago. We're living the glory days. Did, did you uh, <laughs> did you play or did you practice with the team? Because there was a difference. There is. Uh, well, I was late. So I played football from Pop Warner Pee Wee football all the way through maybe 
think about eighth grade. And okay. Around eighth grade, I kind of took a turn for the worst a little bit, stopped playing sports, was making some weird decisions. Mm. Um, but then I got back into football my sophomore year in high school. And the year that we took state was my junior year. And I didn't, I, got, I had some playing time. I was a special teams guy. I was okay. earning it because I, I didn't play freshman or, you know, uh, uh, ball with a lot of those guys. So I had to kind of earn it a little bit. Yeah. Uh, so, but I played. Okay. And it was an amazing experience. We beat Westwood uh, High School. 42 to 14. It's another one of those wow. legacy schools. My mom no. went to Westwood High School. <laughs> we were yeah. 5A back in the day, too. I mean, wow. I think it's different now. They've, they've changed things They've around. changed it, yeah. Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's a good experience. No, that's cool. So so tell me about you in high school. Who were you? Because, I okay, so I've always known you as Hippie John. Yeah. Totally laid back, relaxed, like nothing bothers you. Everything just flows off your back. Yeah. And that's not the case your whole life. It wasn't always this easy. Yeah. 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 So tell yeah. me about that. So I was uh, like a lot of kids, man. I was I was a little angry, maybe. You know, I, I had some things to work through. Uh, I had some interesting things happen to me when I was a child. You know, not always the greatest experiences. A little bit of trauma, mm. and you know, I, fortunately, uh, I played a lot of sports. Yeah, and me in high school, I I was an athlete, but I I got along with every type of person in that high school. You know, I had, yeah. I had music friends. Fortunately, I, I, you know, my mom forced me to, to play music. I should have listened to her, uh, <laughs> but, uh, yeah. you know, I stopped doing that when I was about 17. Uh, but, uh, you know, I had my, my Dungeons and Dragons friends that I played yeah. like role playing games with. I had my athlete friends. I had my, you know, my drug friends, my pot friends, sure. you know, those kind of, the, the, the little bit of a negative contingent. Um, uh, but I got along with everybody, man. But yeah. fortunately high school for me was a little weird like anybody else. Right. I didn't really learn anything in high school. I didn't learn how to use my mind, but fortunately I played sports, so I got to go through the process. Yeah. And I finished it, which was, you know, so uh, me in high school, man, I was a wreck. I was a mess. Yeah. Just trying to, you know, fake it like everybody else pretty well, much. Well, you got to figure out who you are. Like there's so yeah. much going on in your body at that age. Hormones are all over the place. Yeah. You're trying new things. You're friends with everybody, right? And then, and you you're gaining some independence from your parents, like and and the the things that they have instilled in you. But you've got to find your own way. So yeah, we're all a mess. At I that think point. it's a little bit of a defense mechanism, like when you go through that process where your parents are nothing they do is right, and they're mm. they're they're complete idiots. And you know everything, right? Right. And I'm gonna throw a five dollar phrase out of you because I've been throwing this as Dunning Kruger effect. You guys heard of this? The no, what is that? It's when you don't know what you don't know until you know, you know? Yep. Ah, Pretty yeah. much. And this is, you know, the more articulate way of explaining that. But yeah. when you're a kid, you have to fend for yourself, and you got to be selfish, and you got to figure things out, and yeah. you're completely stupid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But you have hormones, like, like Amy yeah. mentioned, and, you know, so you're figuring it out. So... So, so, so um, I, I hate to keep digging into this because okay. I was, I'm only asking because I was really surprised. We had, we were sitting down with a mutual friend and he was telling me about the, 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 the John Cabay that he knew. Right. And, yeah. and, and I realized I, I've been saying your name wrong for, for years. You called years. me Cabay for Cabe. Like five years. It's yeah. okay. I never corrected you because I well, thought you it was did. funny. You did. Like, <laughs> Finally. Like a fucking month ago. Oh, I, I thought that was a Brownsville thing. Yeah. That's, yeah. Mm. That's where I should have used that. I'm yeah. Mexican. It's yeah. totally different. Um, <laughs> But uh, how did that anger manifest? Like, what was it that, you know, not not what brought it out, but like, how did you, um, I guess, how, how did you um, show that anger? Like, how did that come out? 
Um, were you were you a fighter? Were you did you did you? I mean, did you, did you vandalize shit? No, like, I had a hard time making friends. Believe it or not, mm. I was I I I had my social group, yeah, right, my small circle of friends, and it's not that I, you know, I, I was popular because mm-hmm. I. I was played sports and stuff, but yeah. I was very insecure and I had social anxiety mm. and very introverted. And, but yet I was always out there doing things. So it was an uncomfortable time because yeah. I never really felt comfortable in, in any space, except for when I was home in my room, yeah. you know, like smoking pot at 12 AM, yeah. you know, which yeah. everybody told me not to do for a long time. Not saying you should smoke pot, but I'm a stoner. So, <laughs> what can I say? Yeah. So, um, so graduate high school, um, any college, anything like that? Where'd you go? I did. I listened to uh, a lot of people, and I went to Arizona State University. Hey, okay. class ninety six. Okay. Sun Devil. Shocker. Any any sports in in college? I didn't play no? college sports. Okay. I, I had some opportunities to play junior college football, but I'm short, and I was a defensive lineman, so I was kind of like, eh, I don't want to yeah. like. I didn't want to jeopardize my body because yeah. I saw those guys and I was like, these guys are giant. Yeah. I'm five nine. Yeah. You know, I'm not going to play, you know, whatever. Anyways, but yeah. Wait, 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 as Cooper was on the, on the podcast. He, he is the uh, owner of uh, unfair advantage in Tempe. Yep. And he was talking about his college days, uh, getting recruited by, by Colorado back in the day. And he said he showed up for like a, not even a camp, just show like a, like a, like a visit. You know what I mean? So he shows up for a visit and he said, uh, I believe it was Michael Westbrook at the time was a receiver for Colorado. Oh, and he said Michael Westbrook was bench pressing 405 pounds as a wide receiver. <laughs> and Waitus is a skinny 18-year-old kid. Like, I can't do that. That's like, the experience I had. How intimidating is that shit, dude? I, they toured me around, like, I think it was Scottsdale Community College. The, yeah. the artichokes. The artichokes. The artichokes. Go chokes. Yeah, right? baby. And I was in the weight room watching this skinny little dude. Just rep out 405, and I was wow. like, okay, well, sure. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't even learned how to use my brain. Yeah. I, I barely know how to use my body. Yeah. Okay, I'm maybe just going to focus on using my brain. Yeah, so yeah. So I did. Okay, so. I'm glad uh, I did, too. So you graduated ASU. Still working on that, by the way. <laughs> yeah, no shit, aren't we all? Um, so graduated ASU, what did you study? Business management with an emphasis in recreation and tourism. Okay, okay. Yeah, it's a Bachelor of Science, so I'm full of BS. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, oh, me yeah. too, me yeah. too. Yeah. yeah. Uh, great time. Great experience, man. I think it was the tail end of when it was still an open campus. So the fraternity houses were partying. There was a bar in the MU for a short time. <laughs> what's, a, what's an MU? A Memorial Union. Okay. It's like a, uh, like a common area for students to hang out in. Oh, gotcha. Kind of like the cafeteria of a college. Okay. Gotcha. Kind of, yeah. yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Uh, I remember the uh, the old houses, the old uh, fraternity houses before they, they got torn down. And there's. Uh, I remember when they got condemned. Yeah. The, <laughs> yeah, they were the like, campus has tra- changed yeah. tremendously. They were yeah. dumps. Yeah. Those houses were dumps. I mean, yeah. yeah. They I still mean, are. You have a, <laughs> I mean, what do you expect when you have like. 50 fucking dudes sitting in a, a yeah. house just trashing that place yeah. every fucking weekend. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Yeah, Throwing down. Dudes yeah. are gross. <laughs> yeah. Dudes are pretty gross. Yeah. So what, what, what? So tell me about after high school. What would you do after high school? Uh, Well, after high school, you mean after college? I'm sorry, after oh, we, college. Okay, yeah, sorry. Second. So yeah. I'm just trying to keep up, man. Yeah. Keep up. Okay, you after You got to keep him up. Yeah, I know. Can I get you a beer? He's no, old. no, I'm good. I'm okay, good. Okay, okay. Yeah. He's old. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I'm good. I know, we got the same color hair. Yeah. Uh, okay, so after college, um, I j- so I had a little bit of a recreation background, and I played sports and stuff. So uh, I got a job working for the city of Scottsdale. 
uh, Parks and Recreation Department. Okay. I drove the train at the McCormick Stillman Railroad Park. Uh-oh. I was the train conductor. No right shit. Right out of college no with kidding. a degree. You know that place? Yeah. yeah. yeah I know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh-huh. Folded uh, lunch boxes for the I birthday party. I loved that thing when I was a little kid. The place oh, yeah. is pretty. It's still there. It's legit. Yeah, it's yeah. still there. Yeah. So my, my buddy uh, has a, well, I guess she was a young daughter back back when like, she had like a birthday party there and I was like, oh, this place is still fucking here. I remember this yeah. place when I was a kid. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's still there. They have a steam train. They have an electric train. I mean, it's a legit park. But yeah. it was a it was a weird experience. So I did that for about six months. And uh, I was going, uh, getting an interesting story. I was getting ready to go on spring break and party with all my friends. And I got a phone call from a Cactus Park Recreation Center in North Scottsdale. And they said, hey, listen, we don't have anybody to help out with our kids program uh, for the spring. We need, would you like to help? And I was a rec one at the time, which is like entry level. I'm like, sure, yeah, I'll help out. I took the chance. I'm like, fuck, you know, miss out on the party or whatever. Take a chance. And I worked for a week with them. Loved the experience. Much different than the, the railroad park, which nothing against it, but they weren't very nice to me. And it probably it wasn't the right time for me to be, yeah. for them to be nice to me. And I'm a mm-hmm. still knucklehead coming out of college. I got all these ideas. They're like, shut up and fold lunchboxes. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Go drive the train. Do you have the yeah. speech memorized? I'm like, yes, like first day. <laughs> You're like 22, 23. <laughs> yeah, like, you know. Yeah. Um, but anyways, uh, so... Man, it, you know, it's just so many good experiences from there. But so I broke down with those people so so much, and they said, "Hey, listen, we need a office manager to open the place Monday through Friday from eight to four, or eight to three, which is like just under full time." That's exactly what I wanted at the time because I still was a knucklehead and I wanted free time, and I loved it. And so I did that for about two years, uh, and then I interviewed for a recreation three position, which I think was the first full time position. And interesting story. I'm not going to name any names. I'm not going to throw anybody in the, under the bus. But there was this one lady at the, at the railroad park at the time. She's not there anymore, I'm sure. But she wasn't very nice to me. You know, and I would <laughs> ask her, hey, listen, I folded the lunch boxes. I did the birthday party. I drove the train. I parked it. Is there anything else I can help you with? I have this degree. I'm chomping at the bit. She's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It takes time. You just go sit in your box and go fold yeah. some more lunch boxes. <laughs> and I remember the first time I got invited to the manager's meeting, because I when I f- newly promoted, and I saw her front row God, I sat right next to her I sat there hey how's it going oh pretty good that was really nice really kind friendly yeah. but I know and secretly irked her because I, I think at the time she told me something about like oh yeah that's what she said she said listen kid I've been working for the city for 25 years we've been doing things a certain way for a long time just take your time okay it's gonna be a while yeah and then about a year later I was sitting next to her wow. I should have I should have stuck with that job because had I done that, I would have retired with pension at like forty three. Okay, yeah, but I was bored. Yeah. yeah so. Did you ever secretly have like any ambition to uh, to to like promote up just so you could fire her? <laughs> <laughs> Probably a little. bit. I fantasize yeah. about shit like that. <laughs> like my yeah. like my landlord, our landlord at the current location that we have is yeah. so bad. Like I fantasize about buying the building just so I can <laughs> fire him. Oh, that'd be awesome. Like so I want the property fire. manager. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I freaking hate him, dude. He is yeah. a, uh, the land. Well, the, the owner of the building's cool. Like she's cool, but the the property management group, yeah. fucking terrible. Terrible. They're terrible. Terrible. Yeah. Oh, I mean. Yeah. They have their good and their bad, right? They're bad, like from jump, like you know, trying to get anything done, trying to get any kind of tenant improvement done, False promises, all that stuff, and then and then, um, but once you're like settled, they disappear. All you do is pay your bills. You never you never hear or see them. I mean, it's cool. 
But anyway, so sorry to interrupt you. No, no, no. <laughs> I, I, listen, I learn as much about you guys when I'm here doing this thing. This is yeah. part of the process. Yeah, right? man. Yeah. yeah, so um, so let's fast forward a little bit because you got into the uh, cannabis industry, uh, I'm assuming pretty early in your career. 2009. Okay, so yeah, yeah. It's, been a, it's been a minute. Yeah. So, I mean, so th- there was a little bit of gap between the city job and that industry. Yeah. I, yeah. Uh, so sh- I did a bunch of shit. What did I do in between there? I sold health insurance. That's okay. what I really settled in. Uh, and I made a lot of money doing that. Yeah. I wasn't super happy. Nothing against health insurance agents and anybody in that business. Great yeah. business. You make tons of money. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, I, I just, I, I, I wanted always to find something that I, I truly enjoyed doing. And, and I think, it, you know, it's, it's, it's rare. Mm-hmm. It really is. You know, it's luck. You know, if you're you're lucky, honestly, if you, you can fall into that, you know, situation, and maybe not fall is not the right word because I think you really truly earn, truly earn it. Yeah. You know, I mean, I'm fortunate to be where I am now at almost 50 years old. Yeah. And I, but it's it's not by accident because I you know I made a lot of mistakes and I, I did a lot of different things. Yeah. Um, to figure out what I wanted to do. Yeah. And when I fell into jujitsu, I had no idea that this would turn into this. Yeah. You know, yeah. Which is pretty awesome. Yeah, and and it's also really difficult to 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 take a leap, even even um, when you're jumping from job to job. Forget about finding something that you love, and you're like going all in. When you're going from working for the city, and and you're 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 staring a good pension, right, and you know good benefits and I all that other stuff. And there's a lot of great people. I like I had some really amazing people. Shout out to Mark Lesko. I know he's probably never going to hear this, but that was he was the best boss I've ever had in my in my life. Wow. He was a, he was a guy in a wheelchair. But I didn't know he was in a wheelchair for like the first 10 minutes after I met him. Like, I didn't even think about it. He was just yeah. that charismatic. Energetic. That, I was like, holy fucking A, that guy's in a wheelchair. Wow. In uh, a lot of really good people the city. Yeah. But have you ever watched that show, Parks and Recreation? Oh, I yeah. saw a couple episodes. So oh, thank it, you. It's awesome. You need to watch it. It's, okay. it's very accurate. Yeah. It's a series of, it's a, it's a bunch of unique personalities and, and very interesting people that don't really do a lot. Yeah. And then there's one person who does everything yeah. Yeah. in every segment. Yeah. yeah. So anyways. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. So, um, so how did you get into the cannabis uh, the cannabis industry? Yeah. So after selling insurance for a while and making a decent living, I realized that I hated my life. And I told my wife at the time, I said, "Listen, I just can't do this anymore. I'm going to drop out of society and figure something out." So I started working at this bar in Tempe, Sail In. Uh, shout out to Gina Lombardo, <laughs> who now owns Cactus Jacks in okay. Tempe, another okay. place. Uh, amazing human being, still live music venue here in town. But I did that for about a year, and my friend Gabe Gaston, who got me into jiu-jitsu, coincidentally, opened a dispensary in Colorado, and he called me up one day and he said, hey, man, would you, would you be interested in helping me sell pot in Colorado legally? <laughs> well, shit, I'm working at a Fuck bar yeah. right now. Like, maybe that sounds pretty cool. So, yeah. you know, I picked up my wife at the time, and uh, she was open. She had started a, a music business, you know, and uh, Colorado's a, bu- a bustling music place, and yeah. so we moved to Colorado. And, wow. uh, two thousand, uh, end of 2009. Yeah. Yeah. What was that like going into a business that, I mean, I'm, I'm always curious to find out about, you know, statewide it's legal federally. It's not, how do yeah. they move money? How does that work? So when we started, the only thing that was keeping marijuana sales legal in Colorado was amendment 20. And it basically just said you could sell pot and there was very little rules and you had to pay your taxes. Mm-hmm. Literally, we could have somebody come in with good quality cannabis in a backpack, and we could give them cash and put it on the shelf as wow. long as we paid our taxes. But there's no credit, right? 
Couldn't run like credit cards or debit cards or anything like that? No, cash business. It's still Whoa. a problem today. I mean, yeah. you can, there's ways around it, but that's a huge hole in the, in the industry is the banking. It really comes down to changing the schedule right? from schedule one to schedule two. It's very dangerous. Yeah. yeah it's another story. Yeah. yeah. yeah I, I, just out of curiosity, like, I, I probably, I don't know if I want to say that. I want to ask this question, but like, how much, how much cash is laying around? Lots. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Too much. It, there was an, there was an issue with Let that. Let me ask right? you this. Is it worth the prison term? Is it that much money? <laughs> I'm going to take that as a yes. You know what I mean? Like, hey, if I can get out in 20 years. I'm able years, to you know? start a jiu-jitsu academy partially because of being in the marijuana wow, business. Wow, okay. And I, I wouldn't have this ability if I hadn't done this. So, wow. You know. Yeah. And the DEA is not really like going after. Let me. Uh, it felt like we were going to get raided. Every day, every minute for the first four years. Really? Like every, wow. I thought that somebody's going to come running in. And why, any, why is that? Why Just is that? Because, I mean, I've been looking over my shoulder my whole life. Yeah. You know? yeah. yeah. Get caught in school, you know, and, and kids stay away from pot till you're like 18. Yeah. That's good. Don't do what I did. Probably 25. 20, 25. Yeah. 25 would be better. Yeah. yeah frontal lobe type stuff. Yeah. yeah wait, wait. Yeah. There's, there's a lot of development needs to happen. There's a lot of living left to do at 20, 25 plus, man. There's like so much life left. You know what I mean? Still for us. You're already yeah. an idiot. Yeah. Don't make yes. it worse. <laughs> I mean, with our potential level of income in modern science, there's no reason we can't live to, what is that? 125. Oh, really old. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. We'll see. Oh, shit, man. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm th- now this is this is just my curiosity. So so you started off at what is so I'm looking at modern dispensaries, right? And they're very much I mean it's like a retail shop now, it's no like big an deal. Apple store. Yeah, what did it look yeah. like back then ta- back then though? Uh, we had a, such a cool spot. It was called the Sweet Leaf Compassion Center and it was named after Sweet Leaf uh Black Sabbath, which mm-hmm. is, you know, kind of cool anyways. But we had a, a really nice place, a beautiful spot. Um we had a yoga room in the back. Uh it was really just kind of a uh, you know, we had a front entry area that people would come in. We had bulletproof glass mm. and, a, and a security door because mm. back then there was no rules. And so yeah. occasionally, you know, sketch ball would come in. You know, there was <laughs> when, when I first started in Colorado, the Russian mafia was kind of a little bit in the marijuana business. Oh, wow. Which is interesting. <laughs> so every once in a while, a guy would come and he'd be like, I want to come in and see your medicine. <laughs> I'd be like, okay, cool, man. You got a card? No, I don't have no card. It's okay. Open the door. No, uh, no, his <laughs> neck's like this big around. Yeah, you know? yeah. yeah. Like, so, yeah. anyways, was it tracksuit cigarette type stuff? Like very, very like. I'm just asking. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah. No, they were trying to like. I think they were trying to blend in <laughs> with the thickest Russian accent. Yeah, you're like, uh, hey, hey, buddy. Yeah, I'm like, I don't know, man. Yeah. You don't have a card. I mean, you're not coming. This in, is yeah. Boulder, Colorado. <laughs> but at, at this point, it was just medicinal, right? Yes, it was yeah. only medicinal. Okay, okay. So, so, uh, so, tell me about that because you and I had a conversation. This is years ago. You and I had a conversation, but um, you were talking about like you almost felt like a consultant at that point, right? People coming in with certain ailments, and you're like, oh, maybe this or that would help. What What was that like? Like actually, actually helping people? It was amazing. Yeah, and, I mean, to truly have you know a skeptical, you know baby boomer aged woman come into the shop and kind of at her last leg and her doctor said, maybe try this cause you're addicted to pain pills and I don't know what else to do. And yeah. here's your script script. And you know, you give her good advice and you know, good advice is very, very small amount, more, less than you think you need. So that they, yeah. you know, she goes home and has a good experience. Cause you know, everybody has too much of a pot brownie. It's not fun. You yeah. Know, you're scraping spiders off your shoulder that don't exist. <laughs> and you're maybe, calling your mom in the middle of the night because you <laughs> I'm have, having a heart you, attack. You have a seizure. <laughs> right. Right after you ordered a pizza. Yeah. I mean, we were talking yeah. about that at, at a lunch today. It was like, 
That that edible high is different. It's, it's different. It's yeah. different. You can yeah. walk off that like the you know you're smoking on your vape a little too much, or you take a you know too much uh, too much of a joint or a bong, but take a big bong rip. Yeah, walk it off. Edible. No, There's no walking that off. for a while. Yeah. Yeah. You're stuck with that for have a while. Have a seat, pal. Yeah, <laughs> have a seat. Yeah. But if you Let's get go a take a nap. In, yeah. you know, it's it's you find that sweet spot for somebody, and then they, it's very rewarding. You yeah. know, when they come back to you after the skepticism, you know few months later and they're like man you know i am maybe i'm still taking some pills but much less of the yeah. pills i'm taking and, yeah. I, and i have a quality of life that i didn't think existed and wow. i mean that's pretty cool yeah, yeah. and that's why yeah. it's real and it's not just about the psychoactive components in, in marijuana i mean there's all these cannabinoids that are now getting more mainstream you know i mean thc everybody knows about but there's cbg cbn uh, thca yeah you know all these non-psychoactive things that work you know for other ailments that that so Anyways, but the pain, uh-huh. the pain relief aspect of it, like I had knee surgery, we talked about too, like a year and a half ago, dude, the oxycodone does not do what marijuana did. No. Like yeah. I, I was like, it was, it's so weird. Like I, I was talking to, um, uh, Maria, Maria Academia, cause her daughter had to get ACL surgery. I'm like, I don't know how you guys feel about this, but honestly, like she's going to be in a ton of pain after the surgery and marijuana helped a fucking lot. Yeah, because like I'm the oxycodone like kind of takes the edge off a little bit, but fucking weed just makes it so tolerable. Yeah, it like uh, it was like because I remember sitting there and like just like not wanting to move, just being in and it was like constant pain. Yeah, it wasn't like, you know, where you get in pain and like it just kind of like fades off. It was just like constant pain and like the oxycodone helped a little bit, but like just get a little high and you're just like, I can tolerate this. now. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, I swear by it. I, I tell everyone I'm like, dude. It works. Everyone who gets surgery, I'm like, get a get a vape, get something, yeah. get something. It, it can fill in the same receptor like a like an opioid will, but yeah. it can also like you, if you don't find that sweet spot, if you go too far down the wormhole, yeah, you can fixate on it. And yeah, kind of like you know what I mean. If you, I don't know if you ever found that, that's yeah, what I've I mean. never had that issue with weed, so maybe I'm a little different. Yeah, because high tolerance. Yeah, maybe uh, yeah. choir director. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> but so Mrs. Jones, who has no tolerance, you got to give her a small amount, so yeah. she goes home and has a really good experience, and then yeah. hopefully, you know, comes back and gets off the pills and the pharmaceutical goop. This is no good for anybody. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. yeah, how long was it from the time that it went uh, medicinally acceptable? To recreational in Colorado. Well, how many years was that? Um, let's see. It wasn't that many. No, it wasn't. I think it was 2012 when it went recreational in Colorado. It was only a couple years. Yeah. 20, 20, 2012, 2014. My memory is a little fu- <laughs> foggy about that. <laughs> right. So here's another interesting thing. nothing to about, do with the cannabis. Here's another. So the marijuana business, this is, this is interesting. So there's a trust thing when it comes to business, right? Yeah. You want to trust people. Yeah. In the in, in in the old school marijuana trade, you would get together with new people and you would smoke as much weed as you possibly could and then you would talk business. Yeah. And the first six months in Colorado, I'm like I think people are like throwing numbers out at me and I'm like I'm trying to like, hold <laughs> like I'm from Arizona, man. Yeah. Like what, what did we just smoke? Yeah. Holy shit. Didn't I tell you I went to ASU? <laughs> <laughs> I barely have an education. <laughs> but Amazing experience. Amazing time. Yeah. Yeah. So in that transition, you go from medicinal oh, rec- to recreational, right? Yeah. Um, what did it what what did that do to business? Because I mean it had to be like an odd thing where you're one day you're helping people, like literally helping people. The next day it looks like a fish concert let out and the lines <laughs> around the corner, right? Well, it was a I little mean, bit I'm of just both. It thinking. was it was a little bit of both. You know, the 
uh, most states separated it, so they mm. had a medical side and a recreational side. Okay. So the medical okay. patients that you had formed relationships with could still have their thing. Yeah. And the recreational was a little bit different, and they had their thing. So they didn't kind of merge. Now it's a little bit more together because it's a little bit further down the, the road, yeah. I guess. Yeah. Um, but, uh, man, it's come a long way. Is, yeah. that, is, is that, that different in Colorado versus Arizona as far as, like, how they – do they split the two there and not here? Every it, state's a little different okay. in how they do it, but they're all pretty similar. I mean, California started the, the, the legal medical thing and the recreational medical thing. Colorado took the ball and ran with it yeah. and mm. really kind of evolved it. And everybody else who's fallen in line, fallen in line has kind of used Colorado's model mm. to – build their own model and it's yeah. still there's a lot of kinks in it that's kind of why i'm yeah. not in there anymore why what what was it what was the selling point for colorado to say okay this is going to make a lot of tax revenue for the state and we're going to use it towards whatever what was that whatever that they sold that on because there's no way they're just going to say hey let's just sell marijuana we can tax it you know I and mean? there has to be a, like a sell like the lottery pays for schools, schools and roads and infrastructure and things like oh, that. oh it was that general they didn't yeah. go like one specific thing i okay. think i think arizona no, and it was focused on education right yeah yeah arizona how's that working out yeah yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. well we just dropped our uh our tax we are we are flat rate of two we are 46th behind mississippi watch out mississippi <laughs> we're coming we got your number <laughs> Holy shit, man. Watch out, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think we made Who did I offend? stupider. Who did I offend? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. okay. So, so, all right. So you, you, you're, you're getting, you're, you're in the marijuana industry, the cannabis industry. And then how did you find jujitsu? Like you said, your friend from Arizona. Yeah. My got friend, you into it. Gabe Gaston, who mm -hmm. was, a uh, was at the time a brown belt under Megaton. Actually, when I met Gabe, he was still purple belt. He just won purple belt pans i think master one or two mm. anyways and i'm like man what is this and he's super skinny dude you know like look kind of like a you know really frail guy that you could just blow over yeah you know? uh, but that's not the case <laughs> right and he he brought me to megatons a couple times in arizona and uh just got the shit kicked out of me i'm like this is kind of cool and i'd kind of found jujitsu when in my 20s earlier but it's the wrong time for me and this yeah. time worked out a lot better um so uh yeah shout out to megaton great academy still around yeah right? You mean Megatron? Yeah, Mega, that's what my daughter called him. Yeah. <laughs> Has he still done every world's adult worlds? I don't know that it's uh, uh, done every adult, but he's um, pretty close. Got to be pretty close, yeah. yeah. And, it, and, I'll, and I'll say one thing about the Jiu-Jitsu community, and you guys know this, but it's so tight knit. Like he still remembers me. Yeah. Oh, that's so cool. From when I was that fat old dude who came into the academy, like one, you know, like for six months. Yeah, that's whatever. cool. But anyways, yeah. so. Uh, I forget what the original question was, but uh, finding jujitsu, your buddy from Arizona. Oh, my buddy yeah. from Arizona. Okay, so finding jujitsu. So trained for six months in megatons. Got in a bicycle accident, road rash, couldn't train. Stopped training. Moved to Colorado. We had a yoga room in the back, and we after work we would just close up, count the money, put it in the safe, smoke, and roll. And Gabe would invite all these really high level guys, you know, purple belts and people from Colorado. So my first few years, almost. Two and a half years of jiu-jitsu, two years of jiu-jitsu was just like a club level. Mm. And I was very fortunate for that. And I knew nothing. You know, I was yeah. just like, as, you know, I, I was an athlete though. So I, and I wrestled in high school. So I, but John Cordera, purple belt at the time, and he's a black belt under uh, Gustavo now. Okay. Um, in Colorado, who lived there for a long time. And he, he's helped me a lot uh, in my jiu-jitsu. He said, and he's like, dude, you're already big, man. You already know how to wrestle. You know how to be on top. Stop being on top, dude. Play guard. Play guard for the next six months. It's going to suck. <laughs> <laughs> I 
was like, okay. Yeah. All right. I don't know anything else. Truer words have never been spoken. So far, nobody's in jujitsu is pretty honest. Everybody's told me the right advice. No one ever comes to the small guy and is like, hey, play on top. Because you don't have a choice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's not going to work. You're like, out. yeah, no shit. Yeah. <laughs> Why didn't I think of that? <laughs> Just yeah. stand up. <laughs> it's like it's like playing basketball with a guy that's jumping over you to, to dunk it and be like, oh, Balls I should have thought face. about that. Balls in yeah. Your face, yeah. <laughs> So John told me to play guard, man, and it sucked for six months. I had rotor, uh, Giburn and, you know, fucking just bruises everywhere and just getting passed and smashed. But I, you know, was figuring it out. And mm-hmm. at the end of that six months, I had a little bit of an understanding of what that guard meant, and I've been kind of see- seeking that ever since. I'm yeah. still searching for it. Yeah. What, what's been your inspiration for, for jiu-jitsu? Like, is there a certain person that you kind of follow that, like, you kind of model your game after? Right here. Model your life well, besides after? Toja. Besides Toja. <laughs> I mean, uh, of course, I mean, aside from Toja. I mean, that's the given. Yeah. The obvious, <laughs> you know. But another obvious, Hodger. Hodger, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Did, did you find him pretty early and, and kind of model him, or is it something you found well, a little bit later? so there's another guy, shout out uh, to Larry King, who uh, I think he's in Seattle now. Who has, he's an academy in Seattle. I was a white belt, and I was at Easton. Uh, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu in Colorado, and he was teaching class one day, and he totally smashed me without really using any kind of energy. He just kind of fluidly just floated on top of me, and he felt like a like a five hundred pound mattress. Wow, I couldn't, couldn't <laughs> move. And I'm like, what is happening? And he just submitted me effortlessly with a smile on his face, and uh, that's where I got that like waterbed pressure analogy was from yeah. Larry. Yeah. yeah, I'm like, what are you doing, dude? Like, I've never it sounds felt like any- magic. Yeah, it feels like magic. Yeah. He's like, I, I'm trying to pretend like I'm a waterbed, man. I'm filling in the gaps. Yeah, uh, Alex and I were talking about that. It's yeah. like being heavy. I mean, you can be heavy, but like applying heaviness or pressure is like a technique. Pressure being different. heavy is a technique. Yes. Yeah. You know, like that's why you can, you have can have like be a heavy girl. and be a small dojo. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. No like offense. You can have a small girl, <laughs> but like dude. make she make herself feel like she weighs 300 pounds. Yes. Yeah. Yes. You know. Yeah. Samir Chantre when he when he rolls with him, he is he is the heaviest human being. Yeah, like and he might he might have been the last time we rolled he might have been 140 pounds. Yeah, you know because he was he was getting ready for something in Russia or something like that. Like he was getting ready for a big one, and he was cutting weight like crazy. So he was really small. Yeah, crazy dude. Yeah, crazy. When you yeah. feel it, and you, and you can't explain it to somebody, you have to feel it. Yeah, you, you can. You know, you see, like I said, my friend Gabe, he's a, and still to this day, love you, Gabe. He, I've never submitted him. But wow. he, he quit jujitsu because he, you know, he he made tons of money in the marijuana business and retired and just kind of did his thing. And yeah, that's cool. Good for him. Good for him. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but man, that guy, hundred and twenty five pound Gabe, and I'm two hundred forty five pounds, two hundred sixty five pounds when I started. Wow, that's fat, bro. I submitted. Just kidding. I'm just kidding. I started to be less fat. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that's how much did you weigh when you started? To two hundred thirty eight pounds. Wow. Yeah. And you're one eighty now. Yeah. One eighty this morning. Yeah. One eighty point zero this morning. Yeah. I was 200 pounds when I started. I know. Yeah, both of you guys. Yeah, wild, man. 150 pounds. Down. I love those old pictures. <laughs> yeah. That, that, uh, that d- d- Dan tournament picture with you is like, cracks me up every time. Oh, my God. With yeah. your short yeah. hair. Yeah. You're yeah. a different person. Completely. Yeah. That's, yeah, who's that wild. bitch? <laughs> <laughs> at what point, at what point when you were doing jiu-jitsu, did you, th- did you think like, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to like immerse myself in this? Because you don't get, I mean, I don't, I'm not trying to blow smoke, but you don't <laughs> get as good as you are without immersing yourself in it. And I fell in love pretty early. Yeah. And, you know, I, I knew uh, pretty early on that this was something I was going to do forever, man. Yeah. Because 
I have a short attention span for things, and I've tried a lot of hard things, man. I, 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 I'm, a, I'm an adrenaline junkie. Yeah. Junkie. I have a little bit of addictive personality, so I'm seeking seeking that, you know, so I, I race mountain bikes, and I yeah. jumped out of airplanes and scuba diving, and, I, you know, all that stuff's amazing. Yeah. Rock climbing, another good, you know, uh, probably the closest thing to jujitsu, but... Rock climbing? Yeah. Okay. For me, how, for how me, so? Being in the moment. Like, you uh, can't yeah. think about anything else except what's directly in front of you. Gotcha. At least for that period of time, and so it's almost meditative in a yeah. way. You have to kind of find that low state where you're not really thinking you're just reacting because you can't think mm. plummet to my death yeah 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 <laughs> well, uh, uh, she just has that with less of that death aspect. yeah let yeah. me know if you agree with this yeah. like because a lot of people think of like, especially like rock climbing, I think is a really good analog for jujitsu. Uh, a lot of people, I think we've talked about that where I, I used to like rock climb that like used to be my thing. Like jujitsu was kind of the back end thing, but the cool thing about rock climbing is like, what you would expect to be like that adrenaline junkie type thing where you're like looking for the rush. It's like, actually the cool part of rock climbing is when you can shut that out. Yeah. And that's how jujitsu is too. It's like, it's really cool when like you should be fucking freaking out. Like someone's on your back, like, you know, uh, uh, Milton was talking about that in the seminar. It's like, don't fucking freak out. Just yeah. be yeah. comfortable with someone like trying to choke you. Take yeah. a breath through your nose. Right. Think exactly. But like, that's the cool part is like when you get into the position in jujitsu or in rock climbing where you're like, I should be fucking scared and I should be freaking out right now. But I'm like, nah, I'm not going to get through this if I do that. So yeah. you like yeah. learn to like control that. I thought that was the coolest part about rock climbing and jujitsu where you like learn to be comfortable in positions where the normal person is having a panic attack. Freaking out. Mm -hmm. yeah. 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 All right. Stand by guys. Yep. You guys keep talking. Yeah, yeah, we don't need dollars. So I had a, I, did I tell you about the scare I had with uh, rock climbing, which switched me from rock climbing to jiu-jitsu? I don't think so. So I'm climbing on Camelback. There's a route behind the monk uh -huh. called Beehive. Yep. Right? I'm, I'm, yeah. Oh, yeah. I wasn't on Beehive, but I'm next to it on this uh, two-pitch climb. And, you know, we had a top rope, and we're doing our thing. And these two dudes come walking up next to us. Hey, guys, you know, what are you guys doing? Hey, nice to meet you. You know climbers are. It's like yep. this community. Mm -hmm. Yep. And we're like, hey, nice to meet you guys. And the dude's like, yeah, it's my buddy's first time out climbing outside the gym. You know, I'm taking him up to the next row. Oh, we got his top rope. Do you guys want to hop in with us if he's new? No, nah, it's all good. You know, we're good. And they went right next to us to Beehive. Yep. Right? And so, I don't know, 30 minutes later, we hear fucking screaming. Yeah. And I, we look over, and we're the closest guys to him. And one dude, so the, the more experienced climber was being belayed, and he was halfway up the second pitch. Yeah. Right? The less experienced client, climber was belaying on the second pitch. And we see them, like, freaking out and waving their hands. And, like, climbers on the wall. You need help. You know, and fucking, they do, obviously. Yeah. Next thing I know, the guy who's being belayed, the more experienced climber, unclipped, turned around, and basically, I've never seen anything like it. Australian rappelled down. Kind of, like, yeah, Whoa. you know, with no rope. Skipped, skidded, scraped himself up. That guy survived. Wow. Yeah, he bounced a little bit and he came down. Without a rope? He like untied With, himself? Yeah. He untied himself and turned around, faced the rock, and like scraped down it. It yeah. was cheese oh, grater down. Yeah. Cheese grater down. Yeah. He lived. He survived. The guy who was belaying unclipped and just jumped. And <gasps> so he oh, fell like about shit. 60 feet and bounced. And then we got to him. He's covered in bees and we're like swatting him with our yep. shirts and shit. And he lived for about like That's the name. 45 minutes. Beehive. Yeah. yeah it's, you know. So after that, I I tried climbing. Well, wait, he died. Yeah, he died on the on site. Yeah, it was forty five minutes after he landed. But he Whoa. when they when the when the helicopter finally came in and landed, and they got to him, they're like, yeah, this dude's COVID. When was this it's done? It was in uh, shit. It was a long time ago. So 
before I was from Colorado, so maybe like early two thousands. Early two thousands. Wow. Yeah. yeah, it was on the news. I mean, it's a it was yeah. a thing. People so. don't realize that like uh, most of the deaths that happen uh, on Camelback are bee related. Like there are Africanized bees on that mountain, which like basically either like will attack someone to the point where like you know they. Like if they have anaphylactic shock and all that kind of shit. But a lot of people will fall off cliffs just trying to get away from bees like because they yeah. freak out and they run. And th- that happens almost every year. The guy um, who lived, the guy who Australian repelled and cheese grated down, yeah. he's sitting at the bottom of, of the route under the monk, but he still has to go down headwall. Yeah. Right? He's sitting there. We're dumping water on him. We're shitting him with our shirts and shit. Yeah. He's covered in bees. He's like, I think I'm allergic to bees. What? Dude, you need to go, dude. You got to fucking go down. So he got down and he lived, but it's a crazy experience. Anybody who's seen The Praying Monk on Camelback, it's like on a ledge that is approached by another like semi-technical climb. It's like kind of like a a water wash runnel kind of thing. It's called Headwall, is that right? Or something like that. I mean, it is the Headwall is like that area. There's a couple of climbs, but there's like the easy approach. It's like, I don't know. Five seven five eight. If you still need a rope, though, I mean, or generally, generally. I, I always went, ran up it without a rope. We well, did. not all of us are ninjas. I did. Right. I yeah. we used we to can't go, all be we used to go do the monk in the middle of the night. Like we would used to jump the fence and run up the, run up there with our headlights and do the monk and come back down. Like yeah, the monk is just it's a lot of fun. I've done the monk in the fucking rain with lightning storms. You can it's see like, the monk from all, pretty much everywhere in the valley. Yeah, it, it looks like, that looks like it's like this feature on the nose of of Camelback. Yeah. And it's just like it looks like a monk like on his knees praying. Praying monk. Wow. Praying monk. And it's really cool. It's like a it's a relatively easy climb for most people. You just get into the top, you rappel off the back of it. It's like a cool, easy it's like a good experience. Outing. Good entry level. Yeah, you know, it's a lot of fun. Level. You could pretty much take anybody up it. Mm-hmm. Um and, and yeah, it's a cool experience. Um, but yeah, not with the bees. Yeah. <laughs> and well so and, and, bees, and much yeah. like jujitsu, you don't get into climbing without like uh, someone getting you in, right? Yeah. I mean you don't you don't just go out and climb. Yeah. Yeah, you know, something like that. Somebody. Yeah, it's better to have a mentor. I think jujitsu is a little easier to jump in because you got. Well, I mean, I get, you have a school, right? I yeah. Mean, there's always like a black belt, which is kind of like having a mentor in rock climbing. But yeah, yeah, you definitely need a mentor. Bad things happen when you don't have mentorship in in rock climbing. That's how people fall and die, or yeah. anything in life. Really. Yeah, fair. I mean, yeah. we need help, dude. I mean, I'm you know, yeah. I've had some mentors, not just in in jujitsu, but you know, in life. yeah, yeah. You guys are my mentors. Well, thank you. I don't know about oh, me so much. Good freaking luck with that. <laughs> I looked at you last, but I that doesn't definitely. have any significance on the order. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just a lowly purple belt over here Whatever. hanging out with legends. It's, just, it's humility. Man. Yeah, man. <laughs> when, when did you get your blue belt? I got my blue belt uh, almost three years after I started. So like 2012, I think. Okay. Yeah, okay. Right before 2012 from Ethan yeah. Day. Yeah. So, um, and who did you get your blue belt under? Ethan Day. Ethan Day. Sorry, you said yeah, that. Yeah, he's yeah. a Hanato Tavares uh, black belt. Okay, and and were you competing a lot at that point, or was that something that you just did like on the side kind of thing? A little bit. I had no intention of competing again. Yeah. I started to be less fat. I'm like, I don't want to get hurt. I'm old, thirty six. Yeah, you know, yeah. whatever. <laughs> hey, I'm yeah. thirty six. <laughs> <laughs> You're old. Yeah, <laughs> You're old. <laughs> You're old. Uh, but you know, I, I was like, you kind of want to feel it, figure out if this really works. Is this real? I mean, mm-hmm. test it out. And your coaches inspire you and encourage you, and people around you are, you're competing, so you're like, oh, I'll try it out. Yeah. And my first competition didn't go well. 
because you know they never because they never do they never yeah. do you know? I, I was yeah, ultra he, I was still ultra thing. heavyweight then yeah. too I won my first competition oh, that's, that's right you. my that's very right. first one oh, that's right nice. I was like I was like anybody who wins their first tournament they're at a they're at a disadvantage fuck those guys <laughs> <laughs> oh I assure you I got my ass handed to me severely in the very second match yeah, <laughs> so. yeah. oh you meant you won your first match I thought you meant like you took gold your first tournament oh no 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 no, no. Oh. no I won my very uh, no, no that's fine backing that's fine. way up there yeah 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 that's acceptable yeah that's <laughs> nice recovery. Yeah. yeah. Oh, fuck you, Amy. <laughs> so, so when we started, uh, when I, well, when Amy and I started jiu-jitsu here in Arizona, there was already a, um, I don't think it was an AZBJJL at the time, but there was already like a, a, a string of local tournaments that we could do. It wasn't very many. It was maybe four a year, maybe three a year, four a year. Anyway. Um, was that, was there a scene like that in Colorado, like local tournaments that you could do, or was it like still the Nagas and the other stuff that had to come to town or was it something that you could do whenever? Huge scene in Colorado started okay. by Seth Daniels, who runs uh, fight to win. Okay. Pro who I'm just kidding. Yeah. Hmm. Everybody, knows, of that Seth. Guy. Everybody knows Seth. I say this all the time and I've told Seth this many times. People think I'm way cooler because of fight to win pro. You know what I mean? Seriously. <laughs> right. Like, it's this ridiculously amazing promotion. This it guy is. created out of nothing. Yeah. Out of a necessity. Out of a lack of something the Jiu-Jitsu community needed. Oh, I got yeah. a funny story for and you. a lot of people have benefited from it. I was yeah, at the dog park ahead. the other day, and some guy, like, I was wearing a Jiu-Jitsu shirt, and he's like, oh, yeah, like an Aries shirt. And he's like, oh, you train at Aries? It's like, this guy, like, trained, like, maybe, like, twice, but his, like, roommate, like, Ted trained or something like that. And he's like, do you know this guy? He's like, he's got this great beard. He's uh, He's got this school. Up, and, and it was like, John Cabay? He's like yeah, Grey Wolf, right? Yeah, I was like, yeah. And he was like, I, he's like, he knew who you were from Fight to Win. Oh like you, my god! Like you're just saying <laughs> that is what I'm saying. He never trained at your school, but he knew you because his buddy, his buddy took him to like or like showed him like an event or whatever, and he saw you just like you know because everyone who knows John, John's fucking killed it at Fight to Win, yeah. right? And he's just like, I know this guy, and I was like, yeah, John's awesome. Yeah, that's cool, man. It's a it's an amazing thing, and Seth, you know, I I really do. Thank him so much uh, for for doing what he did and still doing what he's doing. Now he's doing ADCC and he's you know he's Dude, the best production guy him. in the fucking yeah. business. Mm-hmm. Good mean, for him. Yeah, you know he earned it though. Yeah, yeah. earned it. What's going on with uh, ADCC and flow and 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 so, fight to win and so WNO? Flow, I think what the hell's going, going on with all that? Deal. Well, so uh, well, so there's a couple things going on. So uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, Gordon Ryan signed with uh, Flow for. F- who, who is that? Who is that? He's this guy. He's okay at jujitsu. Okay, right yeah. on. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> best in the world at no gi jujitsu. <laughs> um, but he, he signed for uh, four or five fights or something like that for Flow. Okay. Um, so he signed like a seven-figure contract with Flow. With Flow. Wow. And uh, Fight to Win just announced that they are. So Seth Daniels just basically announced that they are leaving Flow to go to Fight. Sports? Fight, okay. Fight something. something yeah. Fight, uh, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna fuck it up. Yeah, I can't yeah. remember what the organization, but it's like a, a different organization. A different organization. Okay. I think it's what um, uh, Third Coast Grappling went to. Okay. A couple other like organizations went to. So it's kind of like the competitor to Flow, but yeah. like yeah. Flow's always had like who's number one and fight to win, and it's like that's the draw, right? Yeah. And, and all the all of the IBJJF stuff is 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 you know shown on Flow, so. I mean, you know, we don't know how these cards are going to play out, but you know, who knows? But yeah. now, now people need two different like uh, memberships. They need Flow, and then need the the fight 
Pass or whatever the hell it's called. Oh, the UFC really Fight Pass? It's not Fight Pass, but it's something like that. It's okay. A, it's a yeah. smaller promotion, but not anymore because Seth's involved, so it's going to be... It's going to be bigger? It's going to be huge. Yeah. Is it not Fight Pass? I mean, I Maybe gonna, it is. I don't know. Don't yeah, quote I, me. I can't remember. It, it's me. something yeah, it's, like it's that. It's another one of those. I think they might... Maybe, maybe it's a subsidiary of UFC. UFC fight yeah, pass. maybe. I don't know. I, don't know. I mean, we got fucking slap fighting now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> fucking, yeah. Fucking stupid. How, how, what was your first experience brain like? Waiting to happen. What's that? Uh, this slap fighting is just brain injuries waiting to happen. It's not br- happen. brain injuries waiting to happen. It's brain injuries guaranteed. Yeah. yeah. Happening There's, live yeah. on television. Yeah. That's yeah. wild, dude. Yeah. Have you seen people's faces? Yeah, they're like, getting permanently disfigured. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, fuck the face injuries. It's like, those are, it's brain you, trauma every yeah, time. You've got one brain, guys. Yeah. You want to keep it in as intact it as possible. start jiu-jitsu to learn self-defense? <laughs> <laughs> what has, does it stand there and smack me? Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like literally no defense. <laughs> Zero right. defense. Yeah. It's like, get a strong neck. Like, what? What's the defense? There's and I'm going to work well, my face muscles. Yeah. yeah. Or or uh, develop a woodpecker-like tongue that you can wa- wrap around your brain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that you can... Working yeah, on that That's one. high yeah. level. That's high level. I've been working yeah. on that one. I've been working on that. Milton kind of gave a little secret <laughs> on that. He did give a secret today in the seminar. Yeah, he did. Oh, that's right. That's yeah. Secret sauce. He, he yeah. said, wrap your tongue around your brain. <laughs> yeah, just like a woodpecker. It's perfect. It's perfect. <laughs> so, I, I, so, so you've known Seth since Colorado. Yes. Okay. So since blue belt. Since blue belt. Okay. So so him for me, he was the higher level. Gotcha. So so him connecting you or getting or you guys connecting so that you could do fight to wins was kind of like a, oh I know this guy from Colorado. Let's get him on. Is that is that how that happened or did you reach out to him? How did that work out? Uh, Paul had a lot to do with it. Honestly. Okay. So I'd gone to Master Worlds as a purple belt. Yep. My first Master Worlds and I lost in the first round. Yep. Same here. Pissed. Of, made a mistake. I was up four two. Took the back, didn't get my grips, and slipped off the top. Oh, Never recovered. I was so pissed. Yeah. That's anyways, uh, I'm sitting in the stands stewing, and I get a text <laughs> from Seth. He, hey, you want to do fight to win in Arizona? No way. Yeah. I'm sitting in the stands, and, and Paul said maybe you'd be interested. Fuck yeah, I'm interested. Like, let's go. And, uh, yeah, it was amazing. Yeah, yeah. The first one was Purple Belt? <clears throat> purple. Really? Yeah. I th- I only remember you competing at black belt. That's yeah. fucking weird. So I guess I've known you for it, it happened to me very similar. It was a very similar situation with me. Yeah. Um, so I did uh, Nogi Worlds. Um, gosh, it was like pandemic-ish. Had to be around there because that's when I got my, uh, just, no, I got my black belt in 2019. So I had to be 2019 sometime. Yeah. So, um, so I lost in the second round at, uh, at Nogi Worlds. And I'm like, F this. Like, I'm going to shut it down, dude. Like, I'm not doing... It was, like, December or something like that. And I'm like, yeah. I'm not doing anything. Maybe until, like, February. And I'm. this is me, like, sitting at the Airbnb. Um, it's me, Nava. Someone else was in the room. We're having a pizza, drinking beer. And I'm like, just... I'm ready to shut it down. My phone buzzes. Alex Martinez versus Doug Moore at 170 pounds. Let's and I look go. at the pizza. I'm like, yeah, why not? So <laughs> I accepted right there. Did That's, you eat another piece of pizza? Yeah, absolutely. Yes, yes, <laughs> Starting tomorrow. Starting tomorrow. <laughs> but that's pretty much how it happened. Like I was, I was at a point where I was like, "Man, f this!" Like I'm, I'm so, I was just tired. You know what I mean? I was just tired, and I was, and I was just like, I was frustrated because I lost that second match, and it wasn't a good loss. It was, it was a tough loss. Yeah. And um, you know, it was um. It was one of those deals where, like, maybe I just have to rethink things. And thank God Seth reached out because yes. that didn't give me the opportunity to sit there and stew. I was right back on it. Right back on it. Yeah, yeah. So that was cool. Did you man. know how it is when you train so hard for a big competition like Master Worlds and you go out in the first round? Yeah. You're like, oh, my God, I trained so hard and I 
three minutes of or well, I didn't get submitted, so yeah. five minutes. Five minutes, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Still, yeah. Five minutes for so many hours of training. Hours yeah. and hours but and I'll, hours. You know, of training. that's why we do it though. Yeah. Yeah. There, there's it. a documentary, I think it's Netflix or Amazon, one of the two, that talks about it's called like the weight of gold or something like that. Like it's something along those lines. And it talks about people competing at the highest level and dedicating their lives to it, right? Dedicate, maybe even dedicating like a whole year to this one event and then it doesn't go their way. Or even if it does, there's a depression that happens afterwards. Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, a, like sure. a deep depression. Like yeah. my, Michael Phelps was very candid about his depression after the Olympics. The guy's wearing like nine gold medals and he's ready to, you know, do something drastic because yeah. he's so depressed. Pretty wild, man. So, wild. I, yeah. And, and yeah. I think it happens at every level. If you dedicate your life or your time or you're, you sacrifice so much, you know, to do one thing and it doesn't work out, that's got to be depressing. It's super depressing. But ultimately, what we have to remind ourselves this because we tell our students this every day. The outcome is insignificant. Yeah. yeah. Yes. What's important is the experience and the growth that comes from it. Yeah. But fuck when losing. Yeah. I hate losing. Fuck, I hate losing. I'm really glad you said that because... You just said it wasn't a good a good loss. Yeah. Like, I want you to talk more about that. Uh, well, a good loss is, like, my A game versus their A game, and I just come up short. It's happened. I love it. I, I don't mind that at all. Some of my favorite matches have been losses. Mm-hmm. I can name two matches that are my favorite match. Master Worlds, um, Purple Belt. Yeah. yeah so, um, yeah, I lost in the se- second round? First round. First round. So, um, it was 2-2. And no, 2-0. 2-0, I had one advantage. And we went at it. I mean, it was just back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And I remember I remember somebody yelled 10 seconds. And I was like, all right, let's see if this bastard can wrestle. And and I shot in, and, I, and he could wrestle. <laughs> it turns out he could wrestle. <laughs> so I shot in. I, 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 was, I was so close to getting the takedown. It didn't happen. Time ran out. That's a good loss. That's a good loss. I, I I'll take that one every single day. Yeah, I still leave say, it all on the mat. Yeah, every I had that nothing cliche, left. Yeah. yeah, I had nothing left. I get, I poured my heart into it. I, you know, it was it was it was a good match, um, but a bad loss is you know um, we tied up. Um, he did a little a little foot sweep and I and my leg buckled and I was like whoa that was weird you know what I mean because it was perfect and then he felt his, I could feel his confidence level rising right so I'm circling he shoots in takes me down. And and then he disengages, and I'm like, ah, oh, shit, he's playing the game. This is this Master Worlds this year. No, this was uh, Nogi Worlds at Black Belt. Oh well, I'm I'm imagining Master Worlds this year with your loss. You're like in close guard, and you're like, what the fuck yeah, do you want yeah. me to do? <laughs> yeah, but that's playing that's playing to the rule set. I'll give him that one. But but this one you're was not happy like, about it. I know, but this one was like, <laughs> I had to go after him, and all he did was play the edges, which is brilliant. It's brilliant. He there was no engagement. There was That's no the like game. yes. Yeah. There was if no the game is to win. Yep, you gotta play the game. But right. my 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 issue is all with myself. It's not anything that he did. He played towards rule set. He was looking to the next round. He scores two. I got to go to him. I let him score two. I allowed him to score two. I settled into a position where I was okay. Let's see what he's doing right. And he all he. When you do that, you're letting them set it up, right? He set up a beautiful takedown. He executed the takedown almost perfectly, and then it was all catch up from there. And I, and I could not get him to engage because he didn't have to. Yeah. He would do just enough, back out. Just enough, back out. No penalties. Good on him, man. But it was a bad loss because I allowed that first two points to happen. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. 
That's a good question and good story. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, so you tell guys me. Must be close, right? Yeah. <laughs> you guys are really, yeah, yeah. So I tell me, know. tell me about one. Tell me about a, a tough loss that you had. Tough, a good loss that you had. Like one that you're like, God, that was uh, you, no regrets. And it doesn't have to be um, jiu-jitsu. It can be anything. A good loss. Yeah. Here's a good loss. So, I just come off. Uh, let's see. I, I brown belt master worlds, world champ championship mm. and i did the master's cup right and we're at a bar celebrating the master's cup drinking I'm, I, I have tequila in my hand it's my second one right yeah and i did good the master's cup i, I double golded nice at brown no big deal and paul goes he goes hey man do you want to fight a super fight tomorrow <laughs> into your second tequila i'm like uh yeah man i got a tequila in me he's like yeah but you just you know you're fine dude you, you got it right it's good huh. i just ate a whole pizza that day because oh i you gosh. know I, cause because I, you can yeah because i just like and i'm like ah fuck it let's go i won't drink anymore had no idea showed up the next day didn't even know who the guy was whatever it's canaan duarte who? Yeah, <laughs> yeah who? <laughs> Who's that? Yeah. Never heard of her. Just <laughs> and it was uh, it was like an Abu Dhabi kind of like a Phoenix super okay. fight thing or whatever. Yeah. And it was oh, super, I remember that. It was yeah. a super super match. Yeah, yeah. super fight. Whatever. Yeah. So and a bunch. And there was them. a lot of us. There yeah. was Aaron Aaron Wilson was in it. I was on that. Josh card. Rodriguez, you were on the card. Yeah. John Gordy. Two weight classes above my weight class. <laughs> <laughs> Paul like, got you in it. Paul's like, you want to do one seventy? I was yeah. like. Sure. And sure, I was like a featherweight, not? 150. I Let was me like, put my tequila down. Yeah, sure, <laughs> fuck it. Let me get another pizza, please. <laughs> but the tequila had nothing to do with the outcome. Oh, yeah. Just saying. Yeah. So uh-huh. I went out there, and I did my thing, yeah. and I had no idea who the guy was. Pulled guard, got my sweep immediately. I'm on top. I'm like, fuck, I'm doing good. Yeah. And then he submitted me effortlessly. Wow. With pure technique. No strength. He had all the strength. Yeah. Because he was... A monster. I mean, I mean yeah, 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 now, yeah, right? yeah. Submitted me with this knee bar from the bottom, which was super slick yeah. and amazing, and was really kind about it too. He could have like ripped my leg yeah. off, but he was just like, and he was. Su- it was an amazing experience. That was yeah. a good loss. That's cool. Did you ask for a bad loss? No, a good one. Oh, that was good. Yeah, that's a good, a good one. one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's a good loss. Yeah. So, um, can we pause for a pee? Yeah, please. Yeah, help you. Yeah. Yeah, right. go ahead, go ahead, and go. We'll just keep talking. All right, yeah. keep talking. Yeah, we've been I'll drinking for a little bit. Let's just talk shit I'm about fill John. My beer up a little bit. That fucking John. Do you want a beer? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Go. Yeah, just grab one of the cans. I will. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think uh, I, I think it's, it's something we don't talk about a lot. Is that that is that post like uh, post tournament like depression that you're talking about? Like, um, it's a real thing. John dude. and I were talking a little bit about climbing. It's this, it's the same thing. Like when you do like a a project that you've been work like pro- so a project is like a hard climb that you've been working towards for a long time. Like training specifically for the that like the the, the movements or whatever, it's like you or, or same with the goes goes with jujitsu like you training for like master worlds pants yeah. whatever the or what is a local tournament whatever yeah. it is doesn't matter you're training your ass off for this tournament you get that gold and now what and right. now what yeah, yeah. right and now what and I'm it, so it, tired because you had you had something to focus all of your energy in and then you accomplished it which is fucking awesome yeah right? it's really cool. And then afterwards, you're just like, now what do I focus yeah. my energy on? Yeah. And yeah. it's like you got, it's, it, and it's something I think, especially younger athletes, I, I think grapple is a little bit more, no pun intended, grapple with is a little bit more than like older. I, I think after, after you've had enough life experience, you kind of realize like wins come, 
but you got to deal with like that slump afterwards. Yeah, right? there, and and there is a slump, dude. It's yeah, it's so real. I, and the first time I experienced that, like really experienced it, was when I when I was doing triathlon. And I and I tell the story all the time. Um, whenever like I never signed up for a race I was ready for, right? Ever. Like I mean, because you wanted a goal to like yeah. make you build yeah. something. Yeah. So I did. I did. Um. Uh. So the 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 triathlons are broken up into sprint triathlons that take about an hour. Yeah. To Olympic triathlon. Are, take, the sprints are like five k's. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Five k and like a maybe like a ten mile bike or you know something like yeah, that. Yeah, like ten to fifteen. Yeah. Like five, yeah. Five hundred meter swim. <laughs> yeah. It's like, but but they're meant to be at the highest heart rate level possible like you just like you're 100 percent the whole time literally yeah. a yeah. sprint right yeah. and then you have the olympic level which requires uh, you know some level of um uh, uh competence in your in your bike handling skills and some you know you got to be pretty competent in the water because they're usually open water what's the breakdown on that um they're usually about 700 meter swim if i remember correctly and it's usually about what's a, that in american i don't know and then <laughs> a uh about a I want to say like a 26 mile bike and then a, and then a 10 K. Okay. So it's, it's a little bit more, you know, step up from the sprint. It's a step up and it's It's like double the sprint. Yeah. It it takes twice the time. So it's about double the sprint. And you know, so I did one sprint and then I did an Olympic right after that's called Olympic distance. And then you do um, a half iron man or half iron distance because you're not allowed to use their, their trademark, but a half iron distance is, um, is I, I believe it's like I want to say 70. like seventy point three total. I think yeah, seventy point three total. So you do, you know, you do. Gosh, I can't remember the the mile is like a one point one mile swim, and then you do like fifty six. That's a miles. lot of swimming. Yeah, it is a lot of swimming. Fifty six miles on the bike, which is a lot of bike, yeah. and then a half marathon, so, yeah. so 13, thirteen miles. miles yeah. So um, swimming is the one that like. Treading water, man. You can just sit there and burn energy, just not going anywhere. Oh, for sure, for you know? sure. And then when you start, yes, when the when the gun goes off, you're like literally like getting the shit beat out of you because everybody's yeah. trying to swim. And I always hung out like in the middle of the pack. It's like where, people swimming on top of each other. Yeah, right? yeah. And then like, and then you'll, Thanks, brother. You know, I, I'll I'll give like a little like a little ten count. You know, I'd give a ten count and then I start swimming. Yeah, but the person in front of me may have given like a seven count and started swimming. So as soon as I go to take a stroke, I get kicked in the face and my goggles around my neck and you know, so it's like a sea of humanity. And then, um, but I did, I did a half iron distance, uh, here. It's a Soma triathlon. I don't know if they still do it, but it was at Tempe, whatever beach park, beach park. Yeah. So, um, really, really well run, man. Cool people. It was awesome. And then I started, I started looking at, you know, doing a full distance triathlon. Which is one hundred forty point six miles, yeah. and that's that's like that's that's all day. You're you're going to be out there all day. So um, it, it, I signed up for one called uh, Silverman. It's out of Henderson, and Henderson is hilly as hell. It's Hen- hilly, Henderson, Colorado, Nevada, 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 Vegas, yeah, yeah, yeah right just outside of Vegas. Vegas. Yeah, and above. Yeah. yeah, so um, and a- a- Amy and I met. We met about the time that I signed up and I was training for that one. You were training. You for said it, that yeah. one's notorious, right? Oh, dude. They yes. don't even they don't even do the iron distance yeah. Silverman anymore because nobody would sign up for it because the bike was so hard. Yeah. So it's hundred and twelve miles on the bike and and the um the climbing and you you you'll I don't even want to drive hundred and twelve miles. <laughs> <laughs> At the time, I think the year after I did it. 
they went to 12,000 feet of climbing. I was at 10. I believe mine was at 10. Yeah. And you look at the bike course, there's like a bike, bike course breakdown, and it just does like like saber teeth. It just does <laughs> yeah. this all the way across. So yeah. much climbing. I remember the halfway point in that in that race. Went, crested a hill, and my marching orders from my coach were like, don't get your heart rate over 160, no matter what, on the bike. And this is really hard to do when you're climbing like six percent, seven percent. Yeah, like a wristband yeah. thing. Yeah, on. I had a, I had a heart rate monitor. And yeah, yeah. yeah, I didn't go for I didn't do like wattage. I did heart and rate. Cycling at that level is pretty much learning how to suffer. Yes, yes. That's all it is. Whoever could suffer, he's really that, good at it. That's all it he's is. Really, really. I oh, mean, I he married me. That's why I signed up. <laughs> <laughs> so I. What a bump. So I. <laughs> so I crest this hill. Women. I crest this hill. I think Milton was talking about that. Too. I love. <laughs> I love him though. I love <laughs> him a lot. Yeah. Me too. Me too. So, um, so Tojo I, does. I'm not so much though. <laughs> I'm just kidding, Tojo. I love you too. I love you too. He's like, I'm trying to tell a story. No, 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 no. It's totally good. It's totally good. So anyway, so I, I crest this hill and I'm going downhill, and I, and I and I know I'm going the long way around this, but I just got to talk about this fucking hill. So we go down this hill, and. It's one of those things, you know, like when you're when you're climbing so much, you hit that crest and you go down here like, oh, thank goodness. I get yes, a little break. Yes, you earned it. And then I get my little break and then I'm like, OK, still getting a break. And then I'm like, OK, come out of the saddle and I'm swinging back and forth on the road, you know, like, oh, this is cool. And then I'm like, OK, this is getting annoying. Right. So much downhill. And then it just went down for like at least three miles. It was a three mile hill. Yeah. And then I see people like there's a car and there's a cone halfway point. That was a halfway marker. Like, literally, you get halfway bags. You can eat food, switch your shoes, whatever you want. So I'm eating food, and I'm thinking, I got to go back up this bitch. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, but, but Three you, miles of uphill now. Yeah, but you can't let your legs, like, get acclimated to the stop. So you got to go. jump on that bike and go right back up that hill. And I remember just thinking, like, this is probably the worst I've ever felt in my life. Yeah. Because you're out there. I was on that bike for about seven hours. And you, uh, you go How through. How many of those did you do? The Ironman. Full, full, just one. Just yeah, so yeah, just gnarly, the one. Man. But but you're looking at like took fifteen, like thirteen and a half so hours. Because yeah. I've done a couple centuries, dude. And after that century, <laughs> I'm not running or swimming <laughs> yeah. or really walking much more. You know dude. what I mean? I'm sitting at the bar and I'm gonna yeah. get a couple of cold. You know, you know what? You want to hear something crazy? When I when I got off the bike, like I was like traumatized because the two hardest climbs on that course were after mile ninety. Yeah. The two hardest climbs were after my, that's not cool. Anyway, so um, there <laughs> are people, unfair. probably by design. <laughs> yeah, but they were, you know, a regular road will be like 6%, maybe 7% grade. These had to be 10% because it wasn't like a street road. It was on a, in a park, yeah, right? Where you take like ATVs or whatever. So, I mean, there were literally people off their bikes pushing them up this hill. So anyway, so we cowards. Yeah. So I, so, <laughs> but, I, but yeah. I'm, I'm so traumatized by this, by this course. And, and, and when you do, I don't know if you guys have ever done a, a triathlon, but you go into the transition area. I've done one. Okay. Not an Ironman. But, but you know, when you, when you hang up your bike, put on your shoes and you go run, right? Well, I'm so used to doing that, that when I pull into the transition area, there's a person there taking your bike and taking care of it for you. Yeah. Right. But my mind is so fucked up at this point that. Who's this, taking my bike? This lady's pulling, <laughs> and I'm pulling back. She's pulling, and I'm pulling You're not back. Not stealing my bike. She's, yeah. And yeah. she's like, "It's okay. I'm going to take care of it for you." I'm like, "Oh yeah, that's right." So, that's hilarious. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Punched her so. in the face. <laughs> we're literally. Good thing like, you didn't know jujitsu there. <laughs> yeah. No shit. Yeah. We're doing. Toss her down the hill. We're doing tug of war with this bike, but um, I remember. I remember. Um, the the run course was two laps, and I'm on my. I'm finishing up my second lap, about to go through the chute to finish, and I hear somebody behind me, and they're coming at a pretty good clip, 
And I just looked back and I was like, hey, man, if you want to go down the chute first, you know, have your moment, then I'll have mine. And he's like, I still got another lap. And I'm like, oh, you poor bastard. <laughs> Holy shit, dude. I could not imagine. Because I didn't finish till like it was dark. 8.30 at night. Yeah. It was dark. You know, and yeah. we, I can't remember what time we started, but it was early morning. I don't morning. remember either, yeah. I yeah. just remember uh, the South African dude. Yeah. Somebody was, it was just before Alex crossed the finish line. And uh, some, one of his support team that was there was like, oh, how was it? Oh, it was horrible. It was horrible. He was <laughs> and all lying. he could say was, it was so horrible. Hold on, I have to throw this out here. So South African dude, that's like saying a white guy from Africa? Yeah. <laughs> Actually, Don't be yeah. racist, yeah. Dojo. That's it. <laughs> I mean, you, you, there's, there's like, one guy the you African can count guy, on to make this weird. The African guy or the South African guy. I was guy. counting on Well, he, was, he said he <laughs> was from here. South Africa. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's all. South Africa. I'm just yeah. questioning yeah. your the, the relevance. Just, just the accent. Weird, just the accent. The, that's the only relevance. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So, uh, I get. I guess my 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 point of it was we were talking about the the you know putting in all that effort and then having that depression that comes with it. Um, I remember being in the water at the start, right before the cannon went off, before we started, and I'm just treading water, and my goggles are fogged up, and like, I I'm I'm in tears because I'm like it's over, like the process is over. Yeah. Like I know I'm gonna finish. I I absolutely have no. Dis- there's nothing that this is before you, it even you've started. said this to me before yeah. though, Alex it's not about it's about the process yeah and, yeah. When, and when it comes to that that so that's what you're talking about the yeah. depression because I, yes. I came in a little bit late Got yeah it. so so yeah and that, and that's what made me realize like I love the process yeah I loved it you know I preached that yeah. mm. but we were talking about before like when you I think when you went went to the bathroom we were talking about how it's like after you I was getting a beer. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he went on would never leave to go to the never, bathroom. He was never. Getting a beer. Are you kidding? Cheers. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but we were ta- we were talking about how like after you accomplish that like hard hard ass goal, you know, triathlon, you know, hard rock climb, jiu-jitsu tournament, whatever it is, whatever your 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 that that gold medal podium thing is afterwards. After you've put in all that work, you've accomplished what you wanted to accomplish, and now you're like, now where do I aim my energy? Yeah, like that, like that post, like accomplishment. Tr- I think this is an important thing to talk about, you guys, because yeah. you have to be able to. Yeah, those of us that have this in us, that's never enough. It's never enough. You yeah, you have to be able to enjoy it at least for a moment. For a moment, mm-hmm. yeah, but not relish in that. Yeah, because that moment, we're not progressing. Right? Yeah, and it's okay to to appreciate it because yeah. we've earned it. Yeah, and, and then let's keep going. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm I'm still learning and trying to get good at it too. But. Yeah, I I love I love the Happy Gilmore analogy that we used after uh, after I lost I, I lost and I get out of the bullpen and we're like 364 days until Master World. <laughs> <laughs> Time to toughen up. <laughs> you said that to me not too long ago. Yeah, and that resonated. I've been thinking about that ever since you told me that. Yeah. By the way, if you want to get better at jujitsu, just go to the batting cages and have a ball just hit you. hundred percent. hundred percent. Just get hit. I'm going to wear batting gloves. <laughs> <laughs> got to look cool. Just because. Yeah, you got to look cool. Yeah. Yeah. So I wonder how many people actually know that reverence at this point. Yeah. You got a little, little gray in your beard. Yeah. 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 Told you, you better start dying. I hide it. <laughs> you already are dying. In. That's what it is. Are you? <laughs> no, fuck them. I don't know. Kind of, I don't have fucking time. That giggle for that. was a little too preemptive. I don't know. Yeah, that's I don't right. Know I don't have that's time right. for that fucking. That was very <laughs> uncomfortable giggle. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm like, come on. Where, where are they at? Where what are you talking? About? Oh, I got a gray. Yeah. <laughs> Just start thinking manlier thoughts, Tojo. Yeah. Push a gray. Head. I'm like, wait for the salt and pepper. I look too good. <laughs> I look too good. There it is. Oh my god. Yeah. Oh my god. 
God. Did we get Dan on the show all of a sudden? Um, so, so, um, all right. So, uh, Master Worlds, World Champ, Brown Belt. You got your Black Belt after, I mean, obviously after that super fight. Um, what, when did you get your Black Belt? And, and tell me about that experience getting it. Because, I mean, you dedicated a lot of time to athletics, to grappling, to all that. What did that mean to you, getting your Black Belt? That's a... Uh... Man, it's the hardest thing I've ever done in my life, and it's the most rewarding thing in ways I never even could have imagined. Yeah. How so? I'm still figuring it out. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, I have this uh, opportunity to sit here with you, motherfuckers. Yeah. You know, and I have this opportunity to have a school where people come and and listen to me and share with them what I've been shared. Yeah. And it's amazing. Yeah. I and mean, we were talking about that at lunch, like you know, the the becoming a coach thing. But, like, always still being a student? Mm-hmm. Never, never stop being a student. Never stop, yeah. right? at, at everything. Right. Yeah. At everything. I think that's important. And that's one of the things we learn in jiu-jitsu. Yeah. yeah. I think, is you yeah. learn how to learn. A lot of people think there's a dead, dead, dead uh, like, it ends at black belt. No. That's just the like beginning. Like, that's the goal, right? Nothing Everything ends, that's the goal. man. If it ends, yeah. what are you going to do? Sit down in a chair and watch TV? Right. That sounds fucking terrible, dude. <laughs> oh, one, yeah. one, one thing I can guarantee is and that... I'm you, not a golfer. Nothing against golfers. I love golf. <laughs> Matt Mamelin, I love you, bro. <laughs> I was just thinking Matt Mamelin. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Mamelin. Uh, <laughs> how long, how long uh, before that fucker gets dad bod? <laughs> Come on. How long? Uh, I give it three well, years. I uh, well, love you, Matt. The baby's really little still, so... Yeah. Maybe he's working on it already. Add on. Yeah, maybe, maybe, yeah. But you know what I mean? Like a lot of people, like especially like when you get like you, you guys open schools, but like like I, you know, coach. It's like a lot of you, know, a lot of guys get to that point where like you know they can start coaching or you know being that like that mentor role at the school, whatever that is, right? It's like, but you still got to You got to remember, you're still learning too. Yeah, you know, you can't like forget that that's like part of it still. And it's nice that we're part of Aries. Yeah, because we have such high level people. Oh, dude. Always, no doubt, man. no doubt. Yeah, ha- the the ocean is deep in yeah. this team. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And, and Amy and I were talking about this earlier, and it didn't really click until about now. Um, what that feeling right, is? Yeah, moment. yeah. No, seriously, because uh, we were talking about like, and 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 I'm glad you said that about the importance of still being a student as well, because we both own academies, right? All three of us own academies, so you got to be on. When I'm you walk, part of it too. When you so walk through those you, doors, so you three, not yeah. me, uh, not this three, yeah, be crisp one. <laughs> <laughs> so when you walk through the doors of the academy that you own, you've got to be on. on. You've got to be on. You are Professor John Cabay. You run the show, right? It's a You're, lot of responsibility. A lot of responsibility. I think it's important to take a step back and, like Thursdays, when we go to uh, uh, Nava's place and train, where basically I I feel like I grew up there. Right, I've That's grown. Right. I've grown so much there. He says we. I didn't see Amy there on Thursday. I she was had working. To work I've seen her Thursday. there on a few Thursdays. Yeah, yeah that's bullshit. Works. But I think it's Quit. important. <laughs> I think it's important to go back and just be a student. And Amy was talking about earlier. There's something about walking through the doors at Navas, and I think that's it. Yeah. yeah. I think the guards down, and you're just another student in the room. I can yep. come in, man. I can slap hands. I can turn my brain off. Yeah. And I can yeah. just yeah. smile and just and, learn and stuff. Just yeah. learn stuff, man. They're just that's yeah. important. Yeah. yeah. I have, I have, I have, oh, I have trouble awesome. like when I'm coaching or like when I'm teaching like the, the six a.m.s at, at Navas like be like when it's time to roll like because like you know you, you run the warm ups and you like you maybe maybe you do a little warm ups with the, like, like with everybody and you do the technique and everything and then it's time to roll and it's like I, sometimes I have trouble switching that gear yeah yeah you know? well you know and and for me 
it's like I I have you know I have the the perfect setup. I have Josh teaching the evenings, yeah. an amazing coach, amazing competitor. He beats the crap out of me. He critiques my roles. He's really really helped me improve my my game. But my problem is, like, when I'm sitting on the mat and I'm watching him show this amazing technique, like, all of these li- little different variables that can happen, my brain is, ooh, toilet paper. Okay, yeah, <laughs> I got to buy toilet cleaner. I got to buy, oh, shit, we're running low on this. And all of that stuff is going through my brain. Like the business stuff. The business stuff. Like, yeah. uh, like oh, this guy called me. He needs a, you know, he needs a gi. Or this guy called and he needs to put his account on hold. And I can't shut that off and just focus on what yeah. Josh is showing. And that's, that's, that's a, that's on, that's a me thing. Yeah. Like I got, I'm not going to, I'm not going to solve any problems at, you know, 7 PM at night. Right. Um, cause there's nowhere to call. I, but, I almost feel like you're too close to it because like you teach your, your fundamentals class from six to seven. Mm-hmm. Right. And then you go right into it. Yeah. Like for me, like, like you were, you, you guys were talking about like when you step in the doors and you're like, Oh, this is different. Cause I'm like, I'm stepping in as a student. Yes. Like it's, it's nice that I have like this break. Like I do the six to seven AM, right. Fundamentals or, or mixed levels class at Paul's. But then I get to hold the whole day off, yeah. and then I come in at seven p.m. and it, and it's like the you know the mixed levels in the evening class. Yeah. I'm walking in as a student, right? Yep. That's completely. It's like I get that break in it. But it's, like if I perfect. had it back to back, I don't know. I mean, that's that's a different. Like, it's difficult. Yeah, that's different. Yeah, it's difficult, especially when you're like, you know, somebody's gonna do a three week meeting, or you got a uh, sales appointment, or there's a walk in right right can, after class. I can relate to this experience because. For me, it's just me at my academy. Yeah. I mean, I have amazing instructors and amazing help. Shout yeah. out to all my people. Yeah. Right? But when I started, I was teaching the kids class, the fundamentals, and the advanced. That's Ooh. a lot to keep in your brain. That's yeah. all yeah. at one and time. And that's a lot of time And it's a lot of different segues. Mat. Yeah. This is the math time, but it's just like the difference in personality required mm-hmm. to engage with. Yeah, each one, you have to be a different person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 So you got to be on. That's a, Yeah. You got to be on. And and it's, it's hard for me to shut it off because if I, if I were to go there, and train at 6 a.m., right? I can shut my brain off because 7 a.m., okay, I've got to do this. I've got to make sure I call this guy. i got to make sure that, you know, I follow up with all these people. But you taught the 6 a.m.s over there, too, for yeah, a while, didn't you? Yeah, I did. Yeah, I did. did. Yeah. So, like and, only, like, the last couple weeks, recently, right? until uh, recently, he was working yeah. a full-time job as well. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, and so he, I was so like, four hours happened. of sleep. <laughs> yes, thank you. Thank you, man. Now yeah. he's a trophy husband. Earned, not given. Trophy, trophy husband. husband. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> I, like, I, like to, I like to call myself a kept man. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but you know, yeah, my day would be like, I would I would have to cut my day into three parts. Like from 4.30 to 7.30, I belong to the academy, right? From 7.30 to 4.30, I belong to my day job. From 4.30 to 8.30, I belong to the academy. Wearing a bunch so, of hats, different. Just yeah. Hands, yeah. Right? And you just basically have to take one off, put one on, you know, and then and then there's the dreaded call like, hey, this guy can't make it this day. Can you cover the class? Oh, this you know, this is going on, whatever. So these people are going on vacation, uh, you know, just little things like that. You, it's 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 so refreshing to just walk into my the school that I grew up in and. Just train, man. Just, train, just fucking train, dude. Just like it was when you guys were there before me, man. You yeah. guys are white to black with Paul. I'm yeah. purple to black with Paul. Yeah. yeah. I'm a little bit envious. I'm not jealous because that's bullshit. That's a useless emotion. <laughs> yeah. I'm a little bit envious, man, because yeah. I've only known you guys for, you know, I don't know, six or seven years now. Yeah. And I'm so close to you guys. Yeah. yeah. Which is awesome. It's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, it, uh, we became we became pretty fast friends because when it, when Immediately. I Immediately. yeah, you kick my ass the first day, <laughs> and you were nice to me. He was out of before shape before and after. He was out of shape. No. I mean, we we <laughs> got like him. we He's got like Cabe nice though after he like turned into like the the cool hippie guy. Yeah, because I saw some pictures. I'm like that, that guy kind of looked like a douchebag. <laughs> I wasn't. I, I saw some of your younger bag. pictures. Have I saw seen, some of your younger pictures. Have, have, you, seen, have yeah. you seen him without a beard? I look like hot. 
I look like a cop. Hot. Sounds nothing against law enforcement. Smoking hot. Train with a lot of them. Got a lot of students, law enforcement. <laughs> yeah. But in my former line of work, not the best look. <laughs> I, I don't know. Yeah. I just I, I'm digging the beard. I like yeah. I like the beard a lot. Uh, yeah. Santa yeah. Claus Santa is Claus popular, beard. you know, all year long, really. Yeah. Santa hippie. Yeah. yeah. Once I got the nickname, you know, the gray wolf. Uh, no, no. I mean, you did that, the, the fight I'm to win where you threw nickname. out the candy canes and shit. Like, that was uh, that was funny. Good. That was great. That was and then Yogi yeah. Nogi says, hey, man, can I eat this? I got a drug test on Monday. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, yeah, they're there's, just regular ones. There's kids in the audience. Yeah, they're just regular candy canes. Valid That's, that's like that typical, like, Fox <laughs> yeah. News yeah. shit. It's like, Valid people question. don't give out free drugs. What, are you <laughs> what the fuck's <laughs> wrong with you? Right. Go check your Halloween candy. That shit's expensive. Yeah, no one's just giving you drugs. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. That's hilarious. Shows how detached they are. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so at what point did you decide that, hey, you know, the next step is the next step. Let's open an academy. Like, what, how, what was that process like? Because you, you and I have had a lot of conversations, man. And you talk about, like, I've never heard you say that you were unhappy with the life you're living. You know what I mean? You're just like, you know, I, 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 you live your life. You, you basically do what you want. And then now you're going to put on this added responsibility of running an, an academy. What? Why? Why did you do that? Because I love it, man. Yeah. I love it. And it, it helped me with so many different things, and it fixed me in so many different ways that I never even could have possibly imagined. Yeah. And to share that with other people, it almost just happens inevitably. Yeah. It's like organic, you know? I mean, yeah. you stick around, you did too long enough, you want to give it back, give mm -hmm. back to it, because yeah. it helps you. I think in order to grow, you got to give back. I felt, it was an, I was nervous as fuck, though. Yeah. When I, was, when I went to Paul. Yeah. Because... I, I wouldn't have this if it wasn't for Paul. Oh, yeah. I mean, this is Guaranteed, yeah. hundred percent. I got, mm -hmm. I learned my chops with Paul. You know, I, I, I he let me take over the 10 a.m. class after the 6 a.m. class for, you know, whatever. But man, when I told Paul, I'm like, okay, Paul, I'm going to open an academy. He goes, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fuck. Pretty much same, yeah. And I go, no, it's like a year out. A year uh -huh. out. He goes, okay, fuck. Okay, go ahead. Yeah. Okay, thank you, thank you. It's like, yeah. just had a heart attack. Come on. But I, you know, yeah, right. I had a respect for him, man, because yeah. I, you know, he's my mentor. He's my yeah. coach, and yeah. and he will always be my mentor and my coach. Not just in jujitsu, but I had a respect for him, and I have respect for this thing that's bigger than me and bigger than all of us. Mm -hmm. But I was nervous. Man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And same, he was same. so cool about it. Once he's like, "Okay, man, I'll do anything for you." Like, got ease into it. Ease into it, and it took about <laughs> a year, you know. And yeah. and it fortunately, you know, Amber and Nick took over the 10 a.m. class, yeah. which is they're killing it. Yeah, with that the they're doing, thing, great. So doing yeah. great. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's cool, man. So, yeah. um, so tell me about your location because it's not that close to where you live. And like I said. Your hippie lifestyle. I, I would imagine if you're going to open a jiu-jitsu academy with all of that responsibility, you're going to open your front door, open the door to the academy, and walk like, a, you know, 10 feet. But you're not. You're, you're, 20, you're a good 20, 25 minutes away from your, from your house. Yeah. So why did you pick that location? By the way, give everybody your location before, the, uh, sure. before we forget. Sure. I'm at uh, 4030 East Thunderbird Road in Phoenix, Arizona, right on the corner of 40th Street and Thunderbird. Yeah. Right behind Anytime Fitness. Yep. yep. Right by where the Paradise Valley Mall I'm was. I'm in Phoenix, so I'm paying Phoenix prices, but I got Paradise Valley right next nice. door. The mall's nice. not there anymore, right? Nice. No, the mall's not there anymore. Yeah. But it's a nice area. It's a really yeah. nice gym. And it's uh, Anytime Fitness's old pool, so I got 30-foot ceilings and skylights. Which beautiful, is what, man. I'm so jealous. Man, that's such a beautiful space. I was so lucky when I found it. Yeah, that it. natural really lighting was, you guys get is so awesome. beautiful. Oh God, yeah. So good. I'm yeah, so dude. Bummed. I haven't even gotten to be there yet. 
I'm so really? bummed. Yeah. You haven't been there? Amy. Because work is ruining my life, I told sir. you to quit. Gotcha. Yeah. Alex, you start working harder so Amy I know, I know. That's my goal. <laughs> yes. That's Stop being so lazy, man. <laughs> Thanks, John. I appreciate yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. Give me another one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I haven't... Have I, you could tell I like a crisp high five from time to time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. So, um... What what I notice, and I don't know if this is this is true for everybody, but what I notice is like, uh, you you've got a immediate bond with, with your students. That's been really cool to watch. Uh, I'll, and the majority of your students are white belt, right? Blue yeah, belt, white belt. So so see a white belt. You see a white belt. Yeah. 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 So tell me about your team. Tell me about the team you brought in to 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 groom those people and and how. Whoa whoa whoa! whoa. We don't say groom. We don't. No grooming's bad. Is that bad? Like, yeah, it sounds like kind of like you know. Yeah, grooming yeah. underage kids. Yeah, it's not oh, good. Especially he's, in the jiu-jitsu community. You don't say groom. He's being rude. You yeah. don't say groom. There he is getting uh, weird again. Mold. Teach. Build. Uh, mold <laughs> sounds terrible. Mold is... Ugh. Anyways. <laughs> so, so tell me about the team that's that's teaching. So you mean my instructors? Yeah. Oh, okay. So <clears throat> when I st- after I told Paul, the next person I told was Vinny. Okay. I said, Vinny, I'm going to open a school. He said, John, I've been thinking about this. I want to teach for you. I didn't even have to ask him. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, dude, I need a morning guy. I'm your guy. What? Cool. Does he live That's out awesome. there? No. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> he lives on the west side, right? Like, yeah, but not really that close. He's wow. like, isn't he he's like in Levine Goodyear? for a while? Like, he was, he just was like all in because me and him bonded immediately because of this thing that's so pure. Yeah. That introduces us to amazing people. Yeah. Yep. And I couldn't have done it without Vinny. And then uh, Jarrell and Lexi were the next two. Mm-hmm. And those three were critical in me getting the thing off the ground, man. Yeah. Seriously. I yeah. mean, I cannot thank them enough. And they're still a huge part of the program. And I love them. Yeah. They're yeah. awesome. I love those guys. They're awesome. They're, they're awesome. awesome yeah, they're all good. And now I, I know, you know we've <clears throat> added some classes and added some instructors. We have Brendan uh, from Tierney. Paul. Yep. yep. Savage. Yep. Nicest savage ever. Yeah. Knows all mushed over because he yeah, fought yeah. Muay Thai. Yeah. <laughs> he's my age, but he's just shredded. Shredded. Oh, shredded. Yeah. shredded. Yeah, yeah. Amazing yeah. human what, being. What does he Mr. Teach Short Shorts. What, what does he teach? He teaches the uh, the 10 a.m. Monday, Wednesday, Friday gi. Okay. It might be just Monday, Wednesday right now. We're going to add Friday soon, though. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Just got back from vacation. Okay. So, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, he he's an amazing instructor. Yeah. And it's just a great guy. And yeah. then uh Alex uh Montalvo is teaching my kids program. Okay. He's killing it. He's an 18-year uh military army veteran. Yeah, I'm going to get him on the podcast. You should. He's, yeah, he's I am. Great. His story's yeah, great. Yeah, His story's great. Yeah. Five year uh, uh five combat tours Afghanistan wow. and Iraq. Wow. Amazing human being. Alex and Montalvo. Do I big dude. He's a Aries really guy. cool. Big guy. <clears throat> yeah. Okay. Yeah, really cool dude. Pretty, okay. pretty well. He's been training a long time. Okay. Yeah. But, uh, man, he treats those kids so well, and they respond to him so well. And it's yeah. it's so cool because he treats them like little soldiers. And he's, uh, he's really that's <laughs> <not>. <laughs> so, you know, they, they respond. They're coach Alex. And, 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 when, and when he gives them a little bit of emotion, they just come out of their shoulders. It's so cool to see, man. He's doing such a great job yeah. with it. And then. Uh, good like, good kids coach is hard to come by. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. Where, where, like, the kids, like, latch onto him. Yeah. You know? Honestly, like I've seen you with the kids, it's good. Yeah, I love I love coaching kids, man. Yeah. I, I, you know what? There, it's so funny because like people um, will say, "Look, like, well, how do you teach kids jujitsu?" I'm like, just show them jujitsu. Yeah, like they are way better than you are. Yeah, at learning this. Stuff. I can't fucking do it. Every time I'm like, I just like uh, feels like a bunch of little fucking rabid animals. It, they, they are. They, they are. are. They, they are yeah. little rabid animals. But yeah. you know what? You know what? You know what makes it so worthwhile? It's like you, you if you get a kid that comes in and they don't want to be there. Yeah. Right. 
And then a month later, they're making friends. And then a month later, mm, they're yes. dominating. And then a month yeah. later, like they're confidence like, builds. Yeah, dude, like, yeah. you see Just that like growth. The adults, you see them come out of their shell. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. turn into a better version of a human being. Yeah, yeah. there's that young girl that trains at Paul's that uh, she does like the fundamentals too. And I, I see her like train with like the adults. And she's like, I don't know, like, uh, I don't know, 10, yeah. 11 or something yeah. like that. You just see like her confidence. She just comes in there and she's just like mean mugging, like ready to fuck up, <laughs> fuck up these like white belts. Yeah, <laughs> dude. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> that shit, but she's just like a little girl. She's yeah, tiny. Dude. It's like, oh, Think about that game. girl's got the attitude. Yeah. She's got she's it. Game. That is so yeah. empowering, yeah. especially for a little girl. What, yeah. one, you know, one thing I was not prepared for that is it's a good thing. It's a really good thing. But I wasn't prepared to, you know, you're, you're in the moment, right? You're always living in that moment and you're just like pouring your heart into these in this program so these kids can have a great time and maybe compete or maybe grow or whatever. And then next thing you know, like seven or eight years pass. Yeah. They're and adults. They're adults. Yeah. And they're, and you're watching them go to college. Louise comes. Lu- to uh, little Louise. A hundred percent. Yeah. Little Louise. It's fucking Hunter. tall. What I, I remember up, when he was a little fucking tiny. Yeah, little dude. dude. Now he's a brown belt. And, and he's a and he's like savage. Savage. Little And he asshole. doesn't even have his man strike yet. <laughs> Not, Not yet. even. No. no. Fuck you, Luis. <laughs> and I love you, bro. I love you, but fuck you. Yeah. But, <laughs> Be nice um, to me. Remember how nice I was to you. But I mean, we had we had another kid. We had another kid, uh, Hunter. Um, mm-hmm. You remember Hunter? Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, got his blue belt through Nava. You know, um, he he's in the Air Force and he's doing fantastic. And Dan's I, kid too. Yeah, Dan's kid. Colin? Yeah, yeah, Colin. Colin. Callen. Never heard of her. Callen. Never heard of her. But I remember he's all running run the Eastern Europe block right now. Yeah, he is. <laughs> yeah, he's he in is. the Marines. He's right in now. the Marine Corps. Yeah. But when when uh, when Hunter was going to join the Air Force. Um, he and his dad came over and they, they, they want to, you know, talk to me about Chris. it. And I'm like, yeah, Chris. Yep. So I'm, I'm, I'm talking to him and, and, you know, he was either going to go to college, right, or join the military, but not, I don't know if he's going to want to do both, right? So I said, um, I said, well, no, he wanted, yeah, he was either going to go to college first and then join the military, or join the military and then go to college. So I said, you know, there's a couple of trains of thought here, right? Coming from experience, I had to join the military. I feel like I had to because I had to get away from the situation I was walking into myself. It had nothing to do with my family, had nothing to do with my, you know, any, any, it was me. I was being an idiot and I knew I was going to go to prison at some point. Right. So that was my way out anyway, but he's a smart kid, totally different situation. However, it's better to join the military when your frontal lobe is not fully developed. Yeah. Otherwise you would never join. Otherwise, you wouldn't climb the 50-foot tower. That's yeah. stupid. I'd just walk around the stupid thing. And it's a valuable experience. It's a great experience. It's an amazing experience for those who go through it. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Are you military? No. Oh, okay. People yeah. ask me that a lot, though. Yeah. You get a lot of uh, a lot of responsibility at a very young age. And there's a lot of um, there's uh, there's situations where, you know, you could get into a, a shitload of trouble at a very young age for neglecting that responsibility. So you do it. You do it I right. I was lucky. Yeah. If I hadn't been... a Decent enough athlete, and and when I was younger, I would have needed something like the military. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I squeaked through, man. I'm yeah. not, and I'm the exception, not the rule. Yeah. Don't follow my suit. Yeah, yeah. I, I had some very, some a couple of very close friends go to prison. Very close. Like we're talking, we hung out daily. Yeah, yeah. Me, me too. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So yep. it's it's yeah. just one of those things. I had to, I had to reinvent myself basically, right? There's that, and there's good and bad. We'll go into that another time. But uh, another podcast, another podcast. Sure, yeah. That's why I love this is so cool, man. I learned so much about everybody yeah. when we do this, man. Yeah, yeah, man. All around, right? Yeah. yeah. But um, I forgot what we were talking about. But we were talking about his his team, like yeah, the, the team, the crew he's built. Like yeah, I mean, it's awesome. Like the like, especially like like all the people that you have there are like like uh like 
everyone who knows Vinny fucking loves Vinny. Yep. Everyone who knows Lexi and Jarrell loves fucking Lexi and and Jarrell because yeah. like they just like they're so supportive and they want like everyone who teaches or who uh, trains under, under them, all their students, they all sincerely want them to succeed. And like that's you couldn't ask for much more from yeah. your your coaches. Well, you know what it is and too, man. Like each each class. Sorry to cut you no, off. Each like the morning class, the six a.m., the ten a.m. It's all like a different kind of it community, is. Yeah. but it's all part of the same community. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So they bond with those instructors yeah. so much, yeah, so yeah. much. I'm yeah, so fortunate that they're everybody is so great at what they do, but the re- they care. Yep. Yeah, they love and, it. And that was what I was going to say. That just the the coaches that you have that have come in and they genuinely uh, specifically I know Lexi and Jarrell they really really care about the people that they're teaching yeah. and they they love jujitsu mm. and they want to show what they have and they really want you to get better yeah, yeah. you know and that's just service to others yeah, you know, yeah. yeah. which awesome. I think is common I think that. I think it's really common in jujitsu too like I think you know, like, or especially modern jujitsu, I should say, because I think at one point there was it's like that like traditional martial arts thing where everyone's like, oh, I have my secret techniques that I don't want yeah. to share with anybody. There's I no think, secrets anymore, bro. Right, no. right, come on, right, and especially with like well, you know, maybe Milton shared Milton a couple secrets. Yeah, yeah, I was gonna say super new secret yeah. 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 Wrap your tongue around your brain. Wrap your tongue around your brain. Yes. But full circle. But no, no, what I was gonna say is like, like it's like everyone kind of just like. The better every all like all the all your peers get, the better you get. Yeah. So there's like no reason in like trying to be like, yeah, I can't. I don't want to share this with Alex because I don't, he, then he'll beat me. It's like no, if Alex can beat me, that's better that's for me. Make me figure something else yeah. out. Yeah, because then I have to get better, right? Exactly. So you showed me a guard pass that I use almost every night. Okay. That it's it's like a reverse kind of neon belly ish from half guard. Oh, yeah. 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 Like yeah. down and kind of yeah. Yeah. So so I do that. Almost every night, and nice. it works ninety nine percent of the time. As long as I'm not being stupid, not on right. <laughs> but right after, you know, and I do it against lo- lower belts. I mean, I have a like you. I have a lot of white belts and blue belts. Yeah. Um, but right after class, I will show them exactly what I did and and what they can't let me do in order to prove because Doesn't, that uh, makes me sharper. A really good grappler by the name of Mikey Musameki do the same thing. Never Does he? <laughs> Never heard of him. <laughs> he, Doesn't he teach all his students like everything he knows yeah. and all the defenses so he can work around it? Yeah. I heard that shit. That's genius, bro. That's yeah. that's just, I, I just feel like that'll make me sharper. Right? I, I, I think yeah, that's man. a sign of like a mature athlete in general. Yeah. Like if, if like people who like he just try, called me old by the way yeah. he did I mature, heard him. mature as an old as fuck is what I mean. <laughs> but you know what I mean like, like come on tell anybody me. who like limits the people who are who are their who are their competition are the people who are trying to limit themselves like, yeah right like you need like the people that like you're around all the time to be better because the, it's like you know uh, what is it the rising tides mm-hmm. like, raises all ships or yep. whatever the hell it yep. is. Like that's what you want. Yeah. If you're the best guy in the room or woman, you're, you're in the wrong. You're in the wrong room. room. Yeah. yeah. Find a new room. Right. I want to. I want to close a loop real quick around uh, Lexi and Jarrell and their and their style, their coaching style, yeah. uh, not their coaching style, but just the way they are as people. If they're in the room, let's just say with a with fifty other grapplers, you probably won't find ten that are better than they are. Amazing. They're amazing. Yeah. They're, they're amazing. so good. Right. I mean, Jarrell's been submitting me since he was a blue belt and and make me feel stupid because. You know, he doesn't pass my guard all the time, but you he submits a shit out of me. Are. Yeah, and he's playing guard now. Yeah, I, oh, that's <laughs> terrible. And, and but 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 Lexi, Lexi, yes. is, uh, Lexi's, <laughs> Lexi's a very quiet, um, uh, kind-hearted, savage. kind-hearted savage. Yeah, yes. she's very savage. quiet. Yes. But 
what I love about them is awesome. What I love about them is I, I quite honestly could teach them very little. I could teach them very little. I could show them a few things that'll like sharpen up their game maybe a little bit, but I'm not going to show them a technique that's going to be, you know, ape discover fire, right? Yeah. But they still want that little bit. They, they want still it. want to be we, coached. They like want to be made better. Yeah. But but when you're that good, it's really easy to fall into, eh, all right, let's see what but, you got. But what sometimes that's not like what when like being a coach, I, I, I think we kind of touched on this a little bit earlier too, like, it's not like I'm going to teach you like a tech, a specific technique. Coaching mm. isn't necessarily like there is a lot of that. Like that's, that's how like class structure is built, right? Yeah. Like here's some technique. Now let's go apply it. But I think when you get to a certain level, a lot of times it's like, you just need someone to be like, Hey, quit fucking backing off and let's, let's, let's push it. Like yeah, it's like, yeah, it's yeah. like pushing yeah. that, that momentum is yeah. like kind of like what your job is as a coach. Not necessarily like I need to teach this guy how to do heel hooks from, right. from this position or whatever it is. Right. Yeah. Like I think sometimes it, all it is, is just like being that guy who's like, Hey, you've been kind of slacking. Let's, let's push yeah. it up. Or, yeah. or you know, sometimes, it, sometimes you got to be mean, mm-hmm. right? Like sometimes you're, you're being a bitch. That's, I can that's be mean. not how you motivate different people for different. Yeah. It, it depends. People yeah. respond to different yep. types, man. Yeah. Figure it out. Yeah. yeah. But like you can you can coach someone who's better at jujitsu than you. Oh yeah. for sure. Oh yeah, you right? can. Yeah. Because it's not sure. necessarily like especially like when we're all black belts, like we're all like there's no black belt techniques, right? Dude, right. I'm almost fifty, bro. Yeah. I'm gonna start getting murdered by my students <laughs> at some point. Yeah. Yeah. But hopefully, you know, they're still gonna look to me kind of like that that what's that rat from the teenage mutant ninja turtles? The How dare you? The rat. Oh yeah, what's the name? What's, what's his name? name? You know, stop it. Shredder. Shredder. Yes. Splinter. You Splinter. <laughs> Shredder was the bad guy. Splinter was the bad guy. <laughs> you I'm fucking hey. I'm fucking old. Did I just? Uh, did I offend Tojo? Oh, I totally just. I'm fucking Tojo. out. Shredder. <laughs> Shredder, yeah. Shredder probably has some. The beer. All right. Thank you. That's Sh- acceptable. All right. Shredder probably had some cool things to teach too. I'm just saying, he's been around. He did martial arts for a long time too. Hey, listen. Hey, he's he's the he's if we the don't original, the rail, rails once. Are we well, really well, having a good podcast. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Master Splinter was the original YouTube student because he just he learned by watching his master through his cage. All right, you're that's, that's basically YouTube. You're a mega nerd. Oh, that's so deep, bro. You're yeah, a bro. mega nerd. So don't act like you can't learn from watching YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's an old school technique too. Yeah. YouTube used to be shit, but now, now I'm gonna have some asshole right. trying to yeah. fucking yeah. Fuck flip through my guard again. Yeah, Sierra. <laughs> <laughs> wow, Sierra. Just so you know, I didn't start that. So, oh my no, god, knows. Tojo came up with that all on his own. We yeah, you, Sierra. Yeah. So, so tell me what's next. What's next for you, man? What's what's on the what's on the horizon for your academy? Um. Uh, let's see, next on the horizon is we have the tournament on February 11th. Yep. I think yep. I oh, yeah. 10 or Doing 11 international competitors yep. uh, competing. 10 or 11, that's good. 10 or 11, yeah. yeah. Uh, three uh, kids this time, and we've only had one kid, and we've had one teenager, and the teenager is competing again. Okay. Oh, yay. Um, yeah. That must be Peyton. Yes. Oh, She's a her. great kid. She's great. Her, her whole family. Her whole family yep. so cool. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. that's what I'm... Yeah, and so I apologize. I always forget their names. Sanders. Sand, Sanders? Sand. Nurs. Sand nerds. The Sandner Ninja Squad. The Sandner Ninja, Ninja Squad. <laughs> they are so kind. I, yeah, I, I love I love being around them. Yeah. But uh, you know, that's I, I keep going back to it, but this thing that's bigger than all of us introduces us to people that are so amazing. And if it wasn't yeah. for jujitsu, I wouldn't have met all yep. the and I wouldn't have the opportunity to continue to meet people and share this thing with them. Yeah. It sounds ridiculous, yeah. but it's, 
it's but it's true, so man. true. It's so, so true. true. Yeah. What about you personally? What 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 uh what competitions are you going to do this year? Master Worlds. That's it. That's the only one. That's the only one that matters. That's yeah. Only, I mean, I'm going to do more. Yeah. But that's the only one that matters. Is that October. Yeah. I've been training since the last August. time we talked about uh, August. Yeah, yeah August. It wasn't last year. End of August. August. End of August. Early September. August September. Yeah. 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 And then 30, probably. One one. I think August. September. I'll do the Phoenix September. Open if they come Same. back. It's not yeah. announced. And then. Probably pans in American nationals. Yeah. I think I'm going to be a little more active local. And fight to win pro. Seth. Ah, Seth, call him up. I want all. And, and, and Seth, I, I want to fight have, John Cabay in want, a death match. I don't want that match. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want that match. I want Alex me, is this young guy. Right? Yeah. Whatever. I want me and all my instructors to be on fight to win pro. That would be that awesome. Can make that happen. That would be amazing. Dude, That'd that would be, be so cool. So be so cool. cool. I remember um, at the Phoenix Open, I was in the bullpen with seven or eight of the Aries adult black belts. Yep. Jeez. The lineup was insane. Phoenix dude. has become like the Aries headquarters. Yeah. Let's be fucking insane, real. We have a lot of Aries dude. schools here. Yeah. And a lot of uh, awesome Aries black belts. I mean, obviously we got Milton on the East coast and yeah. Milton, Milton and, uh, um, oh, Kenny speaking on of the awesome, East coast. Not to interrupt you, but I forgot yeah. to mention Mateus. Speaking of awesome. Little Mateus. Aries black belt. Oh yeah. Yes. Mateus yes. is Fuck now yeah. part of my new instructor crowd. Oh, oh no shit. He's Whoa. doing, he's doing my tune. Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, 6 a.m. class. Yay, Tuesday, all right. Thursday, no gi, Wednesday, gi. And he's killing it. If you dude. if you don't know, Mateus is like 120 pounds. He's a pound. fucking ninja. A ninja, yeah. He's an, yeah. He's got the strongest skeleton, I think, of anybody. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, I forgot to. So yeah. He's so that. unassuming, too. He's like you super that, he's yeah. nice dude. Just I, really, I love I'm the way nice he dude. lights <laughs> up when you ask him to roll. Yeah. You're like, hey, you want to roll? And he just lights up, yeah. and he's about to light your ass up. Sweetest, <laughs> sweetest fucking kid ever, right? Sweetest kid ever. Sweetest kid ever, man. And he'll yeah. fuck you up. He will fuck you up, but in the nicest yeah. way possible. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, man. So you got Mateus. That's awesome, dude. I didn't get Mateus. It just happened organically yeah. because of this thing yeah. that we're all a part of. Yeah. It, it's it's funny how that I happens, I sent a right? message to Q. Again, part of the association. I said, hey, Q, yeah. I need, I need uh, an instructor for 6 a.m. And then Mateus... Text me. He's like, yeah. Hey, I heard you need somebody to coach. Six, no way. 6 a.m. Cool. And I was only doing Monday, Wednesday, Friday at the time. And I was doing Wednesday morning, 6 a.m. Yeah. I and mean, it was killing me. I did it for yeah. almost like, you know, seven months. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And I was like, yes. And I showed up the first day. And I'm, I'm thinking to myself, I'll do like the first month with him. One class. Yeah. He had it. One class. Yeah. I was his Uki. He had it. And yeah. he's killing it. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. He's one of those guys, like, if, if you don't like Mateus, I don't trust you. There's yeah, you're, you're, you're probably a bad There's person. Yeah. yeah. You're probably a bad <laughs> yeah. person he's if you don't like nice him. He's such a nice kid. He's yeah. so yeah. sweet. And he's, like, genuine. But also very fucking good at jiu-jitsu. He's a fucking yeah. ninja, bro. Yeah. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah. I, I wonder, you know, um, they, they have a lot of guys out there that are, you know, high-level competitors. They do their, I believe it's like 10 a.m. training you know, four days a week or whatever. It 11 a.m. 11 a.m. Yeah, that's a killer. That's yeah. Savage crew. Yeah. 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 That's I, I think that's when they get all of their anger out because they're nice to everybody else the rest <laughs> of the time. <laughs> right. That's got to be it. They, they just fuck each other up and they're like, fuck yeah, each other yeah, up. go yeah. do that. Go do that. I'm hoping yeah. to one day have enough time to get over there a couple yeah. days a week to just get murdered. By I've t- I've talked about doing that. It's just it's it's a long commitment. It's it's, it's literally a, long, a three hour commitment for you. It's a three hour commitment for me. Yeah. I'd have to drive there and back. Yeah. Yeah, if, if I was closer, maybe, maybe, but um, but I mean, you got a business. To we should run. do it once once a month, maybe. Then, yeah, we could do it. Let me know. We could do it. Uh, yeah, I mean, let's commit to, to once a month for yeah. an hour. Yeah, I mean, you know, okay, it's, gonna I, make us, it's not going to make us too worse. much fear. <laughs> On the other side of that, fear is powerful. Blank. <laughs> That's right. That's right. <laughs> yeah, I, I was talking to. Uh, do you know Rick? 
you know, Rick, their, their black belt out there. Um, he's about 195, maybe 200 pounds. Does he have a whiteboard? Recent, recent. Shut your face. Uh, recent promotion to black belt. He's a he's a novice probably, guy. Probably. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm sure you've met him. I'm sure. But he oh, was, Ricky. Yeah. Yeah. Ricky. Military guy. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So so he was telling me about um the uh, last three rounds he had over there, and I was like, God, that's a, Kevin Mateos and Q or something like that. It was like. In the middle of his session, I he had saw those Kevin today after the seminar. Kevin goes and puts his new gi on. Yeah, and he just walks out on the mat with this like little smirk on his face. Like, really <laughs> kind, but just like a hawk. Yeah, like yeah. Who am I gonna eat first? <laughs> in the nicest way. It, his yeah. nose started bleeding in the middle of our round. And I was like, fuck yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's a win. That's a win. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't hit him. It I just started bleeding. Oh, in the face. No, I didn't even kick him in the face. I was just like. Yes, I got an out. Fucking uh, <laughs> uh, uh, Yeah. Oh, he's got a he's he's got a, something going on. Yeah, I I, I heard him. No big deal. What what are you gonna do? Oh, he's he's left around. Yeah. <laughs> it's a combat sport. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's what I mean. There's so many amazing instructors, yeah. jujitsu practitioners, people we can all. I mean, we need that. Yeah. Because we're never we're not gonna stop learning. Yeah. Otherwise. What are we doing? Yeah. What are we here for? What do you yeah. think you'd be doing if you weren't doing jujitsu? Honestly, what do you think you'd be doing? I don't even know if I'd be here. Yeah. Yeah. Like on the planet? Yeah. Not here? Wow. Yeah. Dang. Yeah. You, I you, might be in the whatever Mars. the next realm of, you know, human existence is. Mars. Say more say more about that. What 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 do you think? What do you think? Where do you think I you'd go? I went through some dark times, man. Yeah. You know, I had some uh, rough experiences, man. I went through a really tough divorce mm. and, you know, uh I I was in madly in love with this woman and we are the best of friends now we oh, really cool. are. after it's yeah, all cool. said and done she's oh. doing amazingly well yeah. and i'm so happy for her we've reconnected in, in in good ways yeah um but at the time it's a dark time man you know i was committed to that relationship we were married 13 years together 17 mm-hmm. um, wow i was in, i was vested man and and so i trained through the whole thing mm. you know even the darkest times i trained always and there was days in and when i moved back to arizona i was going through it and yeah. you guys helped me do that, really. And and to be able to show up. Yeah, brother. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah. That's awesome, man. Yeah, we love you, man. Yeah. I love you, brother. You know that. And there's a lot of love in jiu-jitsu, right? I mean, that's, that's the thing. Yeah. I needed it. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. thank you. Yeah. yeah. Thanks, brother. Thanks for sharing that, dude. That's awesome. That's awesome. And, and I I'm think, an emotional guy. Real yeah. men show emotion, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> for real. For real. Fighters are emotional. Fighters are emotional. Always. Um, so, it saved my life. It's cliche, but it really did. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if I'd be here. Yeah. If it wasn't for this And, and I think yeah. it's important for people to hear that. Yeah. You know, I think a lot of people don't want to show that emotion, but. Yeah. Yeah. It's for a guy, especially yeah. like you. It's like, real. You know, a big dude. You know, definitely like a man's man. There's yeah. that emotion, right? I think that's important for a lot of people to see that. Yeah. Wanna, like, want to put, put up that front. Like I'm, that, I'm, like af- that shit. I'm afraid to think about who I'd be without it. Yeah. I really am. Because, I mean, I literally grew up in the past, you know, going on 11 years. I grew up so much. And yeah. I learned, like, I, it, I, I literally peeled me open and showed me who I am. It yeah. reveals yourself to yourself. Yeah. And, I, and I think, like you said, there's no lies. There's no lies in jiu-jitsu. No. You can't lie. And, and and I think it started when I was 19 years old. If you, if you really try to peel back the onion, I had to leave a situation that I was walking into, right, willingly, because I was in a really bad place mentally. 
but I was walking into this really bad place and I had to leave and reinvent myself, which means I never really got to know myself in the most critical time when you're, when you, like you said earlier, Amy, you're, you're starting to understand who you are. You're in college. You're trying to develop your, I don't know, your personality, I guess. And, and, your and whole self. Yeah, everything, and yeah. Find out who you are. Well, I had to deny that because I was afraid to go to prison. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? And I literally went out and reinvented myself. And then I just tried to be someone that I'm not all the time, yeah. you know? And, and it was, it was, and I can tell you like, over and over, like different opportunities I had where the universe, God, whatever the hell you want to call it saying, Hey man, this is who you are. You know? And I'll be like, Oh no, 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 I'm not that. You know, I, that's, I was afraid of that. Right. That's, yeah. you know, that, that leads to bad places. I got to go and do this. I got to go chase a dollar. I got to go whatever. But, uh, yeah, man, I'm afraid to, I'm afraid to, I'm afraid to think about where I'd be without it. Me yeah. too. Yeah. Me too. Yeah. Thankful. Great. It's quite special, man. Great, really yeah. Quite special. It's fucking. Yeah. You can do it it's forever. Amazing. You can do it forever. Ideally. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. it's not like baseball where you're like, well, now I'm fucking 40. How am I supposed to play baseball? Now? It's pickup basketball for people who like to get their aggression <laughs> out by simulating murder with their best friends. Yeah. <laughs> who, yeah. People, who, people who like to be badasses. That's what <laughs> I got to tell you about a dream I had. Not too long ago. You weren't in it. You were naked. Oh, no. good. You were naked. naked. I was going to say, no, this no, sounds you weren't weird. Naked. You weren't naked. <laughs> I can assure but you I, he does have weird dreams. But, but I, <laughs> I, 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 I want <laughs> to bounce this off of you because I want your opinion on this. Okay. Uh, when you and I were kids and we were playing, you know, baseball, soccer, you know, football, whatever it is, as children, right? As children, we're all, I'm 50, you're almost 50. He means in the 40s. <laughs> Somewhere around there. <laughs> but it was everything was always super competitive, even like little pickup games in the neighborhood. Right. Yeah. I don't know about you. We played neighborhood against neighborhood, yeah. you know, in, in football and stuff like that. But it was always like very, very physical. And then, um, you know, you fast forward through, you know, our kids generation and, and, you know, and going into the next soccer stopped being competitive. Right. They started they at some point. They had leagues dedicated to not keeping score and doing. Hey, listen, I, I'm not. I'm not one to judge. I'm not a psychologist. I'm not a psychiatrist. I don't know yeah. how kids' men, uh, no, minds develop. Right? I was mine developed through a lot of smacking, you know. <laughs> but um, but I had a dream the other night that we were at a tournament. Right? It was a kids' tournament, and they weren't keeping score, and the place was quiet, and it was like, okay, these kids are grappling, and they raise both arms, and I woke up in a panic. Because I thought, this could happen. This is what Americans do. Like, we take the, competitive, the competitiveness out of things yeah. to facilitate, I don't know what, some kind of utopia that, that everybody's going to be happy. I don't know. I don't know that I could handle it. If, That's a if, scary dream. That's a nightmare. It's a nightmare. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's a nightmare. It's good to lose. Yeah. And it's yeah. good to have a winner and a loser. You, it's, really it's good to know is. that you, know it's you okay have a benchmark so you can get better. Yeah. 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 And it's okay to lose. Yeah. It's okay yeah. to lose. You're not gonna, you're not made of glass. Yeah. Yeah. That's the problem is like yeah, when you like when you have like the soccer teams that don't keep score and all that kind of shit that's going on, it's like but they don't learn how to lose because you are gonna lose at life. Yeah. Yeah. No yes. one wins at everything in life. Nope. Nobody. Dude, th you know what? You know what the kids that were Even losing? fucking Elon Musk took a fucking L when he went on fucking, <laughs> he went on that like, with uh, the stand up with, uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, Chappelle. Dave Chappelle. Yeah. And everyone booed him. Booed him. Yeah. It's like, he took a fucking L and he's yeah. a fucking billionaire. He's yeah. lost more money than any billionaire ever. Yeah, for yeah. sure. And he's, for sure. And he's still a billionaire. Hurting. He's, he's not hurting. still a billionaire. <laughs> he's gonna be it's okay to lose. Yeah. yeah. And but, people need to learn that. But if you think yes. about if you think about it this way, like the people like say 30 years ago that were losing at fucking kickball or whatever, and 
they, they, they just were not athletic. Yeah. The ones that fucking went to the library, read every book in there, and got into technology, they own the world now. Yeah. Right? They fucking own the world now. But they learned a valuable lesson a long time ago. Okay, I can't do it with my hands or feet, but I'm going to show these fuckers what I can do with my brain. Yeah. Right? Still competitive. Yeah. And they're still taking and different. still win. Yeah, it's still competitive, though. That's And that's the key, right? Yeah. Like, people forget that, like, like mental competitiveness, like being the, the top of the class or whatever, is still competition. Yeah. That is still a competition. Yeah. Being like number one in your class is still competition. Still competition. Yeah. Obviously, we need physical attributes to be good at jujitsu. Yeah. But the best people at jujitsu are oh, the nerds. The <laughs> nerds. Yeah. Yeah. nerds. Mikey Musumeki, like Dude. you were talking about earlier. Yeah. yeah. Tell yeah. you, bro. He's a dork. He's a, a nerd. Yeah. Thinking humans activity. Or yeah. Whatever you want to call it. Yeah. It's like I mean, everyone always compares it. It's it's chess. It's chess to checkers, right? It's like, yeah. amazing. It's amazing. And I listen, we're all we're black belts. Right? You're gonna be a black belt someday. Someday. You know, we're just scratching the surface. Mm-hmm. Yep. You can never mm-hmm. learn all of jujitsu in as many lifetimes as there we could hope to have. Yeah. And that's amazing. Yeah. yeah. And but, if, if there's one message I could pass along to if there's parents listening to this, jujitsu parents listening to this, those sports that are giving medals and trophies to everybody just for participation are doing your kid a big solid. Huge, huge, solid. Because yeah. your kid is going to go into a freaking negotiation or a a job interview yep. or or something where they're trying to get into a good college against somebody that played on the orange team in <laughs> soccer that <laughs> yeah. didn't keep score, and they're going to fucking eat their eat them alive. Yeah. They're going to eat them alive, and they're going to be the most confident person in that room because they've taken that L. Right? Yeah. Oh man, it, I get. I get worked up about this one, man. But that's Fuck why I think jujitsu is yeah. such an important thing in a lot of, like, especially young people's lives. Because, like, there is no end goal. Like, we talked about that earlier about, like, the black belt's not the end goal. Like, you don't no. get your black belt and you're like, well, now I can quit. <laughs> right? Because you're constantly learning. Like, my buddy just started training with you guys, right? The one, uh, Jamie. That, Jamie, yeah. yeah. Just started. And he BDJ. Was, we, we were hanging out the other weekend and he was, like, asking me, like, advice, right? And I was like, dude, just, just fucking listen. I was like, trust me, I've been doing this for 10 years. And... I don't know everything. Mm-mm. There's like, and it's like, and not only do I not know everything, nobody knows everything. Nobody and, knows everything. And there's people who it are still even all been invented coming yet. up yeah. with shit. That's what I was <laughs> yeah. telling him. It's like, jujitsu has been around for decades mm. and people are still coming up with new techniques yeah. or new ways to apply certain techniques. Here, here, here's, here's something along the, along the same lines. If you take innovators, right? Like Eddie Bravo and those guys that have been like, they've taken jujitsu to a different level, right? They all go back to like a guy like Hodger Gracie and say, he's the goat. Yeah. And Hodger, all he does is fundamental shit. Fundamental. Fundamental yep. shit. And Hodger's my goat. Yeah. He is the goat, man. Cause no he doesn't doubt. do anything fancy. No. And my favorite Hodger Gracie quote, you guys all heard it, but I'll say it again. Cause it's important to say. Yeah. There are no black belt techniques. Yep. There are just basic techniques performed at the black belt level. Yeah. That's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because the fundamentals will never let you down. They will work until we're done doing jujitsu. Yeah. And hopefully that's in our nineties. Yeah. Which is like, if you don't have the fundamentals, none of that fancy flashy shit works. It doesn't. Well, I mean like looking at, looking at this, look at the seminar we, we just did like, First of all, like nothing that like Milton showed was like particularly like groundbreaking, right? It was kind of like very fundamental stuff, like escaping the back, uh, uh, escaping choke positions from the back, right? But like a lot, something that I think a lot of like especially newer people, white belts, blue belts, don't really understand. It's like, okay, so say you're like practicing this technique, it's like, oh, this doesn't work for me. I'm not gonna work it. It's like, it does work. You've just got to 
practice it, practice it, practice it, practice it. It's it's all about the repetition, right? Yeah. And and that's the, the same like what you're talking about with like there's not black belt techniques, there's just techniques performed at the black belt level, and that's what it is. It's someone who's done the same technique for ten years, mm. twelve years, mm. fifteen years, twenty years, thirty years, whatever it is, right? When you've done something so much, you figure out all the little intricacies. It's like oh, I just got to move my hip right here, yeah, and boom. But do you really feel figure all of them out? Nope. No, never. Nope. Well, you can't figure them all out. Nope. Right? Just make it. There's sure. always it's 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 literally. It's the figuratively. Sorry, I keep making that mistake around Tojo. Figuratively, you were call yeah, I was like, yeah. Yeah. Right. I was not it seeing was right here. Yeah. I was like, mm. <laughs> I always use this analogy. It's like buying a puzzle from Goodwill. You know, there's a piece missing, <laughs> but you're not gonna find out until that bitch is almost complete. Like, Damn it! Right? I'm there's the always eye. a piece missing. That's there. when you flip the table. And start from scratch. Yeah, but yeah, <laughs> but that's what makes it so great. That's what makes it so great. There's always that little grip, that little inverted grip, thumb this way, whatever it is that makes it. Oh shit! That that closed that little gap, but yeah. you know there's still another gap. It's still a it's still a goodwill puzzle. Yeah. Well, Levels know what, within the level. Mm-hmm. You know what was super uh, like light bulb for me was like, don't fight the choke. Like obviously you're gonna fight the choke, but he he would. I felt like he gave me permission to allow myself to be choked. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And realize you're still okay. Yeah. Worst case scenario, you're gonna pass out. And they'll <laughs> let go. When that happens, they'll let go. Yeah. You know? This yeah. is a great community. You will not die. Yeah. You will not die. Fight the yeah. choke. Don't fight the joint lock. Yeah. Right. But fight the choke. Fight the choke. Yeah. Worst case scenario, we're yeah. gonna wake you up. We're gonna put you, pick your feet up over your head. Yeah. Just put me in the uh, what's We're the gonna tell you we're not in your bedroom. Fine. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing in my bedroom? Yeah. Well, what was crazy? Like, <laughs> I don't. I don't know that anybody had ever said that to me, or th- I hadn't retained that before. Like, it's okay to get choked. Yeah. It's yeah. okay. Yeah. You're gonna be fine. Yeah. And then that was like a new permission. That I'm like, oh, yeah. wait, because I know I I can I can handle this. I mean, yeah. it sucks. Yeah, but I can handle being choked. Yeah. yeah, and then so now that I know I can handle being choked, I can work at the other problem mm. so that I cannot be choked. Yeah, yeah. My like, God, oh, that was like, whoa! Right my through. head just exploded. The thing yeah. that I took yeah. away from it the most was uh, position over uh, over submission. It's like I'm gonna pee again. Continue. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah Good. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, so like. Like what you were saying, it's like, it's okay to be choked. It's like when someone's applying a choke to you, uh, on, on you, with like, no, it doesn't matter what position it is, right? From the back, side control, whatever. Yeah. Um, if you can break down their position, the submission goes away. Mm-hmm. Right? And that's basically what Milton was showing today. Right? It's like, yeah, I mean, like, if you're in, if it's deep, right? Yeah, you got to address it a little bit. But, like, if, he, if he's just putting it on and you don't let him establish the position where what he needs in order to finish that submission, then the choke is useless. Yeah. So it's way more important for you to focus on the position that you're in than the submission that that person is applying on you. Because there's no, you're, you're like, it's not like, oh no, I, I, I let this person get too far in the choke. Now my arm's broken. Right. Right. Like yeah, an yeah, arm yeah. bar or a Kimura, it's like, you need to address that because if you don't, you're going to get hurt. Yeah. Right. If you get choked out, you're just going to go to sleep. So it's like, why the fuck not? Let's just, all right. He's got the choke. Let me worry about the position, right? Mm. And if I can, if I can break his position down to the point where the choke is is nullified, then I'm fucking good. Yeah. If not, I go to sleep. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh no. Well, my 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 thought process. It was it was really hard for me to take that lesson today. Yeah. Because I've always been like defense first, protect your neck first, right, yeah. and then everything else is secondary. But what he said made a lot of sense. Like getting into a position where the choke is nullified. Yeah. Right. As fast as possible. Yeah. And then. You're good. Yeah. You're good. They have to transition. So now you're looking at, okay, mount. How do I take that away? Right? Now you're thinking steps ahead, which yeah. is part of the game, right? Yeah. That's part that's part of the trick. That, but yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I I, I love that as well. That yeah, really like what, what Milton was talking about, about like burying your head to the ground, mm. right? Where Because like a lot, we talk, it's really hard to like show that like in a podcast, but like yeah. it, the stuff that he was going through is like stuff that I show like mm. when I'm talking about, escape, especially from the back position. Yeah. Right. Uh, either like dropping your hips and getting so low that that person's trying to choke you from their hip. Mm-hmm. Right. Because like what he was talking about earlier is like the prime position is when we're ear to ear. If I'm above his head or below his head, now that choke becomes less and less effective. Mm. And, if you, and the quicker you can get into that position where you, and again, position above submission. Mm-hmm, so the, mm-hmm. uh, the quicker you can get into a, a position that is not conducive for that person's submission, then you don't have to worry about uh, addressing the submission. Yeah. And you don't have to worry about points. Right. Yep. You don't yep. have to because it all comes. They already took your back. They already got the points. You're already you already need to score. Right. Yeah. If you worry about position. Right. For submission. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and we were don't talk- concede the position. Right. While going for a submission. Yeah. And, yep. but, but don't get it twisted. If you're in a bad fucking armbar, address that tap. fucking armbar or tap. tap. Yeah. Right. Yeah. There's no position before submission when you're in an armbar no. or no. Kimura. No. It's like you need to address that because that's when you're going to get injured. Yeah. Or a right. knee bar or heel hook or whatever it is. The, the like, second my grip is broken. Joint locks. No, yeah. Especially yeah. if you're new. Yeah. Because you don't know. Yeah. It's not yeah. the person applying the joint lock usually. It's the person blasting out of it using strength yeah. and athleticism. Yeah. Who doesn't know technically how to escape? But right. again, yeah. the worst thing that's going to happen when you're getting choked out is you go to sleep. Go to sleep. Right. Yeah. Don't learn. But don't. It's not really good for you to get choked out. But no, if you're going to no. test the not. waters, you're not going to die. <laughs> you're not going to die. Yeah. You're not going to have right. to miss class. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. But if your knee's yeah. blown out, you're having surgery. You can't go to work. You yeah. have to deal with that yeah. whole health insurance yeah. debacle. Yeah. You yeah know? Don't do like, that. Depending on your scenario, that's that could be make or break for jujitsu. Yeah. Yeah. Like if you blow your knee out and you can't afford to get knee surgery, well, it's like, well, guess what? You can't afford. Jiu-jitsu anymore. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So listen, the uh, the batteries on the on the cameras are going to die here soon. So I oh, want to kill it. I want to close out. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I want to close out with one last question. If you could uh, give yourself some advice, okay? Let's just say uh, not the yourself, younger him, not yourself. Let's say a, let's say a a twenty year old, a twenty year old person that wants to start jujitsu. What advice would you give that person today? Day zero. They're on day zero. They don't even have a belt yet. Day zero. Um, go into it with an open mind, good attitude, uh, be willing to work harder than you've ever worked in your life for something that you don't even know what the reward will be, mm. but it will be better than you could ever imagine. Yeah. Just trust it. Yeah. Because I went into it skeptical, skeptical, just like all you guys did. probably, yeah. And it's led to this amazing thing. Yeah. Bigger than me and bigger than all of us. Trust the process, all the cliches. And there's a lot of cliches in jujitsu. And the longer you do it, all the cliches come true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. At least the good ones. We all, <laughs> all at least the ones. good ones. Alex knows, like, is talking about on the podcast enough. It's like, God, how many of the cliches have we said? All of them. All of them. All of them. <laughs> but it's like, they're cliches, but they're like cliche for a reason. Yeah. Because they're like, they fucking are true. It's what? legit. It's not, we're not making this up. It's like, not bullshit. It's not bullshit. It's one, like really true. One yeah. underutilized cliche that should be a cliche 
that was said by Jay Pages. It's like if you don't like somebody in your jujitsu academy, just wait. Just wait. They'll be gone. Yeah. All, yeah. Jiu-jitsu has a real good way of getting rid of dicks. Yeah. That's a good lesson for everything in life, though. Like, yeah. If you're not having a good time, just, just wait. wait. If you're yeah. having a great time, just wait. Just wait. <laughs> <laughs> just wait. It's just always wait. the answer. Yeah. So, Amy, same question. Ooh. Amy wasn't ready. No. I, I wasn't ready. Holy she yeah. shook. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I know that uh, for myself, if I had found jujitsu earlier in my life, I would not have been able to handle it because younger me couldn't have handled something that this, that is this hard. Mm. So go into it knowing that it's hard and that's a really good thing. Yeah. And it's worth it. Yeah. All of the stuff in my life that has been hard on the other side of it has been exponential reward. Mm -hmm. So the hard stuff is worth it. So so accept and embrace that difficulty. Yep. Mm -hmm. And it will help you in every aspect of your life. And it's weird, right? It's like cool. a lot of people don't realize it. It's like you'll be like what something I noticed is like doing like so I, I, I have a very corporate job, but doing like uh meetings uh like especially with higher up people like in the corporation, it's like None of these motherfuckers can hurt me. Yes. <laughs> you look at them like the, yes. the scene in Fight Club when, yeah. you're, you're like with the, when you got your shiner. Yeah. And they're like, hey, Signs Tojo, where's that report? And you're like, I'll get it to you. <laughs> what are you going to fucking do about it? Yeah. But it, I mean, it's like, it's a very subconscious thing, right? Because like realistically, you know, you're like, I'm not going to fight my the CEO no, of, of course, yes. CBS Caremark. But like, it's like, but it's like that internal confidence that you get from like, you know, knowing, you everything. knowing yeah. that you could. Yeah. Yeah. It's weird. I, I don't know if it's more of a dude thing than it is a girl thing. but I don't like, know. I tell my patients that I'll fight them. Yeah. It, if, you, it, but if you mess around. I think it's really it. important, especially for young men. Yeah. Because young men, like, the reason that I think young men are as aggressive as they are is because they're fucking scared. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. yeah. Right? Insecurity, for yeah. sure. Insecure. Yeah. It's yeah. like, the, and the quicker that, like, uh, like, the quicker that confidence comes and, like, not worrying about your physical, like, safety, the quicker you can be, like, Oh, I don't have to be a fucking dickhead. Yeah. And as instructors, mm -hmm. dude, the last thing I want to do is get in a fight, bro. Right. Like, I got yeah. three classes to yeah. teach later. <laughs> I just fought a bunch of my best friends. We yeah. had a beer after, yeah. had a burger. Like, dude, I'm cool. Man. Yeah. I'm good. Yeah. I'll just walk away. There, there was somebody, I can't remember who said this, but they said something like along the lines, I'm going to screw it up, but um, they said something like, uh, it's really awesome to be freaking jacked. When you go to a job where you don't have to be jacked, <laughs> that's pretty fucking. And then awesome. we look at those jacked guys and we're like, like "That's sissy. funny." <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't wait to see what all your muscles do when I'm choking you out. Yeah. So Tojo, same question. Uh, for me, uh, definitely like when I, so so you guys all started kind of like later. I started when I was 25, like in that like that peak of like assholeness, assholeness, yeah, fucking like idiotness, <laughs> where you're like, I have the world figured out. I'm yeah. 25, I know yeah. everything, yeah, obviously, mm -hmm. yeah. Um, shut the fuck up and just listen. Okay, right? is like is is like a big thing. Um, but also like, especially like those 20 somethings, it, like I think it's really common. It, is like they get in there and they're like, all right, so you you teach this weird awkward position, and they're like, this doesn't work for me. I'm just gonna fucking use muscle, mm. right? So they, yeah, it's like anything that you're taught do your best to try to apply that technique during your live rounds. Yeah. Like try to like actually incorporate the things that are, are being taught to you. Even if you feel like, Oh, this isn't going to work in my, yeah. you don't fucking know. Cause like, I, there's so many techniques that I remember like being taught when I was a white and blue belt that I'm like, yeah, yeah, this doesn't work in my game. And then like six years later, seven years later, I'm retaught it. And I'm like, 
Oh, oh my god! I get it. Yeah, I get it now. Yeah, and it's like I'm not a different person. Yeah, like not really, right? Yeah. it's like it's but but it's because I never gave it a chance. Yeah, you know, and then like later, I I had enough knowledge to actually give it an, a real chance. It's like take take the time. Like you were talking about, um, Kebe, when you were talking about like when you were like the big dude always being on top, and he's like, hey, you should just play guard for a while. Be okay with being the with sucking. Like be yeah. okay with being in that bad position. Like. Yeah. Be right. confident enough in yourself to suck at something for a while. Exactly, it's yeah. It's gonna make you better. Yeah, yeah. It's like it's like okay, yeah. I suck at half guard. Okay, then be in half and guard. It's not just jujitsu. Whatever yeah. it is, it's yeah. everything. Yeah. It's right. everything. You know. And yeah. then realize that it's okay to lose. Yeah. The yeah. Round. It's okay to lose the round against your friend in the gym, yeah. like because you were applying something new that you don't really right. know, yeah. and then right. they submitted you because you screwed screwed it up. Obviously. Yeah. Training right? time isn't tournament That's okay. time. That's when you should be learning. That's yeah. when you should yeah. be playing with shit that you're like. Oh, I suck at this position. Let's be in that position then. Yeah. How else are you going to get better at it? Yeah. Right. You can't just be like, oh, I suck at half guard. I'll just never be in half guard. <laughs> what? Never doesn't work. Like, oh, I suck yeah. at escaping mount. Well, I guess I'll just never let someone mount me. What? Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's not going to happen. That's such a stupid way of looking at it, right? Yeah. And I think a lot of younger people think of a lot of jujitsu techniques like that. Mm. They're like, yeah. oh, this doesn't work. I'm not good at this particular technique. Or like, I don't, it doesn't click immediately. Yeah. So they're like, this technique yeah well today was a good example because um you know i the only thing i do in 50 50 is get the hell out of 50 50 <laughs> that's literally what I i'm do. not a big fan of no nah. but i but, like Mil he didn't show it today though the yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> i still use that pass you too yeah but what i loved what i loved about today is he he found a way to force 50 50 right so you force 50 50 and then you basically apply pressure on your opponent's leg to force them to come up Right in their 50-50, they come up and then you sweep them, mm -hmm. right? So bam, you get your couple sweeping points, right? And then you apply that he -he pass that he showed before, the Michael yeah. Jackson pass. Now you got a guard pass. Uh, it so, was John Travolta. Was it? I'm sorry, much. Michael Jackson. The, no, the Michael Jackson was the ex guard pass, mm -hmm. right? Son John Travolta. I got. I got. It's really James Brown. It right. really is. I'm not when correcting. Go, when, you, when you get Milton's down to right. it, you guys Milton's are old, right. old as fuck. When you get down to it, <laughs> it's all James Brown. No, but if I could, if I could offer advice to someone just coming in, is something I stole from you. Understand that it's a lifelong process. Yeah, it is literally a lifelong process, and you'll never be, be the best at it. Or no, perfect at it, and it's okay if you don't understand the technique today. Yeah, it's okay. Um, one example I give is uh, I can't remember who was doing the seminar. It might have been. Q or it might have been Samir or whatever, but it was at Paul's place years ago. And um, they're showing this technique from, I think it was like a deli, whatever it was. But um, but I, I was getting it and I was like, oh shit, like that makes total sense. And then um, Van Buren walks by and he's like, I've been telling you that for four years. My bad, dude. That sounds about right. And, 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 and like to hit to hit on and that he was though, right. real quick. <laughs> he was right. Sometimes yeah. that's the path, though. Yeah. Yep. Right. Like, yep. like don't. I, I don't think people should feel bad about that because sometimes, like, you do need to hear. Like, you know, we were. I, were we, I think Amy, maybe you mentioned this earlier about like when we were at lunch about like sometimes your parent or no maybe Milton was talking. It doesn't fucking matter. What, <laughs> someone said this earlier uh, <laughs> uh, about like when your parents tell you something yeah. you're like over and over and over again you're yeah. like fuck them they don't have it. Yeah, they don't know. They're idiots. Yeah. And then like some other like mentor person in your life just like hey you should do this and you're like oh and yeah. your parents are like yeah I fucking told you. That's yes. fucking idiots. Yeah. Like sometimes you just need that other person, yeah. right? And so don't fucking necessarily like you know Oh, I'm a fucking moron because I didn't I didn't get it the first time. Yeah. But like, 
you know. You don't have any kids, do you, Tojo? Fuck no. I have a dog. <laughs> I, have, I have two dogs, and they're wonderful, my sweet babies. But you know, <laughs> but the, the the thing is, even even something as 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 simple as like in our minds, as simple as a scissor sweep is a very complex movement. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a very complex movement. Especially a, when you know nothing. Right. But a lot of things have to go right in order to execute a scissor sweep, right? So just the fact that you're not getting it day one, that's okay. Yeah. You know, maybe year five, you're nailing a scissor sweep. Could you imagine if like every technique you're just like right when it's taught, you're like, oh, I, I got it. <laughs> Gosh. God. That's what I told that my guys. Be boring. Cool. That'd be so boring. <laughs> yeah. It came to the seminar today when we got to five and six and the, we're doing the twister hook and the yeah. crab ride and they're like, I'm like, it's okay that you don't understand that. Yeah. Yeah. Today. Yeah. You will someday. Yep. Yeah. It'll make sense. Yep. It's good to be exposed to it so that you see how deep the ocean is. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And for the less experienced people who like, so I was I was the Uki all day today. Uh when Milton was like getting into like the deep shit, I was like, he's like, Yeah, all right, so set up the twister hook. I'm like, what the fuck does he want me to do? Like, <laughs> yeah. like that's not a position. Hold it off pretty good. Though. That's not a position yeah. I do, but Trust me, like I was like trying to figure that out on the fly here, and like so I don't know if it, if it, if it portrayed that way, but like just nobody knows. No. You're nobody not, noticed. But but the, yeah. but, the re- that, but the point is, is like did. you're not good. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck you. I like I like to see you do it. We were we were just right there. I think right. he was the one that shoved you towards Milton to be the. Oh yeah, I was like, <laughs> Jojo. That's right. <laughs> Who's gonna be my? <laughs> But like, yeah, be okay. I did see that. Be okay with looking stupid sometimes. Yeah, like it's okay. It's good for you. Yeah, it's good for you. And it's good for the ego. Yeah, and that word hasn't come up. Another cliche in jiu-jitsu. But it's an ego crusher. Yeah. It is. Yes, it is. Yeah. No matter how much you like, but but my point was like, I was trying to play it off, but like definitely I felt fucking stupid right for like a split second where I'm like, I don't, what what do you want me to do with my legs? <laughs> oh, okay, this is where you want me. Okay, all right, now I get it. All you right, pulled now it did. off. Buddy. Yeah, yeah you, you did it. good. You did good. Well, listen, that's ba- ten years of jujitsu. The right batteries <laughs> are dying. So before we cut Fuck off, your batteries. Yeah, I know. Um, so I want you to tell everybody how they can find you, and you know we already talked about your location, but just sure. like um, let's Instagram reiterate it. Shit. Do it all. Yeah. 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 Okay. So Instagram is Gray Wolf Aries BJJ. Uh, you can find me in Paradise Valley, Northwest Phoenix at uh, Gray Wolf Aries BJJ again, 4030 mm-hmm. East Thunderbird Road, uh, Phoenix, Arizona, right behind Anytime Fitness. Uh, Insta. And you can, uh, Insta is Gray Wolf Aries BJJ. BJJ I, I think that Anytime that. Fitness is right next to Gray Wolf. That's right. Too. That's yeah. right. They are in front of you. You're not I'm, behind them. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> we're talking about ego. <laughs> yeah, that's why we're doing it. You don't have to. Yeah, we'll, do it. To. we'll do it. I'm you. around that area. So. Yeah. yeah. But it's, uh, yeah. Just it, Listen, if I could say anything to anybody, find an academy in your area with good accredited lineage and mm. go train. Doesn't yeah. matter where you are. Yeah. Go train. It'll make you better at being a human. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm with All you right. on that one. So before we close out, I know we did these the last show, but it was kind of like in a group setting. So I want to hit you with the, uh, the uh, lightning oh. round. Yeah, okay, lightning all right. Round. Okay, let's you got to answer these quick though. Okay. I'll Just go. Whatever comes to mind. All right. All right. Ready? Okay. Go name a game show. You could think it actually, you think you could actually win. Price is right. What's your favorite cheat meal? Pizza. What's the longest you've gone without brushing your teeth? A week. What's your go-to karaoke song? Sweet Caroline. Nice. <laughs> bah, bah, bah. <laughs> There's Neil always Diamond. one in the crowd. What's a dumb song you secretly like? Um, the uh, Wrecking Ball. 
one with the. <laughs> I think that was mine. Song. I think that was mine. I, I like that like song. Badass. <laughs> that song's fire. It's so inspirational. That's yeah. a badass song. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> it's as crazy as, as shit. It's a badass that song. That song is fire. Yeah. All right. Uh, do you sleep in or take a nap? Both. Uh, PlayStation or Xbox? Neither. DC or Marvel? Marvel. Yes. Would you travel into the future or back in time? Can I say? Can I say both? Nope. You got to pick. Back in time. Rolling Stones or Elvis? Elvis. What's your favorite childhood TV show? Speed Racer. Ooh, Ooh. nice one. Nice one. We're yes. going anime almost. I yeah. love it. Yeah. I love it. Good for you. All right, everybody. If you love the podcast, please like and subscribe. Uh, check us out on Instagram at the BJJ Foxcast. Uh, YouTube, uh, anywhere else you can find um, this this podcast. Yeah, uh, oh, uh, I want to ask everybody, please give us a review on Spotify because it helps the algorithm and help more people uh, check out the show. Would you call me? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. I'm just, I'm I'll fill them in later. Up. I'll yeah. fill them in later. <laughs> but uh, hey, hey, uh, John, thanks. Thanks for doing this, man. It's it's an honor having you on board, man, or having you on the on the show and, and having you on board with the team, man. I love you guys. I love yeah, you, buddy. I love you too. All right. Thanks, everybody.